Nate, did I just watch you throw your phone like a tomahawk at a closed bag? <laughs> it softened the lens. <laughs> did it? <laughs> also, here's the thing. If that bag was open, that's a cooler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sure showed me. <laughs> oh, shit. I'll think twice before I try and correct Nick Allen. <laughs> so drunk. <laughs> Amazing. <clears throat> Shall we begin? <laughs> Welcome to Climax, the only action movie podcast by people who actually like action movies. I am Matt Loman. I'm Kyle McVeigh. I'm Nick Corner Pocket Allen. Oh, we remember two in a row! Two in a row! Don't reset the clock. Nope. 20 seconds ago. <laughs> 20 seconds ago. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. That's still better than usual, board. to be honest. I will say good magicians probably shouldn't tell how they do their secrets, uh, do their tricks. Um, Beer. Welcome to a milestone episode mm-hmm. of Climax. It is. Uh, it's our... Second Shane Black movie, but yes. our first full episode dedicated to a Shane, Shane Black, Black movie. Yes. It's our first Richard oh, Donner. Yeah. It's our first Danny Glover. Is this our first appearance of Mr. Gary Busey? I think it, it is. is. I think it is. But most importantly, is this our first racist-ass Miley Gibson? It is not. <laughs> is it? Expendables 3. Yeah, I forgot! <laughs> no. You know that movie where he was our favorite part? <laughs> After Antonio Banderas. Oh, thank God. Okay, good. Because the whole time I was like, is this our first one? Is this our first one? This is a good first one. Nope. 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 Conrad. Well, Conrad Stone. I have a daughter. We definitely got both those sides of the spectrum Yes, we did. We, this is this is pre-Ranty Mel Gibson, and yeah. our first one was post-Ranty Mel Gibson. Yeah. And this I is f- when we loved him still. Uh, <laughs> America was obsessed with I still him. a little bit love Yeah, him. I still love him. But he just says what we're... All- no. <laughs> Oh no. no. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> this is exactly where I didn't want this podcast to go. We'll have uh we'll have Arnie Dibbles show up and do a disclaimer. Uh, <laughs> that Nick grew up in southern Indiana bordering Kentucky. <laughs> and his views do not ex- you know, are not shared across the explosion no. network. You guys no. just high fived me. Maybe Joey. <laughs> Shall we get into the meat of it? Let's get into the meat of it. Mm-hmm. Lethal Weapon, nineteen eighty seven, on a budget of fifteen million, they made hundred and twenty million. Not enough. Even in 1987 dollars, it's not enough. Keep no. giving it money. Nominated for Best Sound Mixing, it lost to The Last Emperor. Directed by Richard Donner, he got starred in TV, Gilligan's Island, Perry Mason, The Banana Splits, and Ironside. Yeah! Wheelchair cop. Transitioned to film with The Omen. That was a good transition. He did Superman. He is uncredited on Superman 2. He did The Goonies, Lethal Weapons, Scrooged, actually all the Lethal Weapons, Assassins, Conspiracy Theory, Timeline, and his last movie hmm. was 16 Blocks in 2006. That's not so bad. So he's <clears throat> in prolific. the 80s yeah. and 90s. I mean, from, from Superman and The Goonies to Scrooged to The Lethal Weapons... He basically walked with you your entire life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I really love Scrooge a lot. Yeah, it's uh, it's an excellent movie. Rewatchability is good. How's the how's the network not done a holiday themed one? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> written by motherfucking Shane Black, who we, were, we already covered in Ladies of Action movie, but this was his first script. He graduated from like I think UCLA or USC, and just 
somehow was able to get his script directly to Joel Silver, and they developed it uh, over a couple years. I think he sent it to him in 85. Uh, This movie came out the same year as Predator, where Shane Black played Hawkins and did onset rewrites and dialogue changes. Produced by Joel Silver, who we all owe a beer. Warriors, Streets of Fire, Weird Science, Commando, All the Lethal Weapons, Predator, All the Diehards, Roadhouse, The Last Boy Scout, Demolition Man, Executive Decision, The Matrix, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Veronica Mars, V for Vendetta, Speed Racer, The Losers, and the guy Richie Sherlock Holmes. Yeah! Veronica Mars. (laughs) I just wanted to stealth that one in. Yeah. It's good. Mel Gibson was 31 at the time of making this, and... uh, (laughs) He has yet to lock down his accent. <laughs> yeah, not quite. During during the uh, the Christmas tree scene, he straight up slips back into full Australian. <laughs> right? Just all over the place. It's, yeah. it's, it's the A's. It's the hard and soft A's. It's pretty good. Uh, he's 31. Mm-hmm. He made Mad Max in 79, Gallipoli in 81, Road Warrior, Thunderdome in 85, then this, Braveheart, both versions of Payback. He was a voice in Chicken Run, The Patriot, We Were Soldiers, <laughs> and of course, Expendables 3. As we yes. all know him, Chicken Run. Chicken Run. As the voice him, of Cock Gobbler. I don't as know. As we all know him, as I'm going to say his name was probably either Red or Rooster. Oh, 100% Red. <laughs> Had to have been Red. Danny Glover was 41 <laughs> at the time of this. Uh, his first big role was in Silverado in 85, which is very good. If you like westerns, watch Silverado. So we've confirmed that he's definitely not too old for this shit. No, he's 41 playing 50. Yeah. And we all That's bought weird it. That's yeah. It's believable. Black don't crack. No. Mm-hmm. Not uh, at all. Color Purple in 85. Predator 2 in 90, where he reunited with Gary Busey, Angels in the Outfield 94, The Royal Tenenbaums, and he's got a ton of shit in production on IMDb. Really? Yeah. He's working constantly. The Buse, Gary Busey, was 43 when he made this. Old donkey teeth. Oh my god. (laughs) Tons of TV. Blew up on the the Buddy Holly story in 78, which he was nominated for an Oscar. That (laughs) doesn't make any sense. Have you You seen it? No, but you guys should... Just everyone, everyone Google... What he looks like as Buddy Holly. <laughs> it's fucking goofy. I can't believe what he looks like. It's a different time. It's a, I, that's fine. It, well, it's also, I mean, if you had seen it, first of all, we know what his future is, which I think is the biggest problem with going back and looking <laughs> at what he looked like playing Buddy Holly. And you're just like, that madman has like curly black <laughs> hair and like nerd glasses. I don't know what's happening. It's very weird. I would love to see it. We should watch it. We should do a bonus <laughs> podcast on it. Okay. We have too many bonus podcasts already. <laughs> yeah, we've got the player one, which we couldn't do. Netflix uh, in real life. Yeah. We have Netflix and chill. Yeah. I watched the player. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'd seen the pilot already. We just uh, I wanted to do another pass. Because I'm thorough. Yes. If nothing else. Uh, he also did DC Cab with Mr. T, which if you can find is insane. You should watch it. Predator 2, Point Break. Under Siege, Rookie of the Year, Drop Zone, Black Sheep, Soldier, and he was the voice of Mad Dog on King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Dog. Ryan, our general, tons of TV, mostly TV, uh, Dark Shadows as Burke Devlin, his own TV show called Chase, and he is Riker's dad on Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh, shit. Yeah. I wonder if they sit the same. <laughs> they have to. They, oh, yeah. they, that had to have been a production note. If you're a good director coming in there, you're like... You sit like him. You sit like your idiot son. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was in the Navy, right? The guy who played the general? Uh, For some reason, I was researching him. Yeah, I don't know. Is that, what you, is that what you found? Yeah, during his term in the Navy in 1951, he was assigned to Special Services Entertainment and became hooked on acting. Oh, he, he Reagan'd it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Oh, and he was in Gross Point Blake as Minnie Driver's dad. Ah, uh, like that movie. <laughs> uh, Trish Murtaugh, Danny Glover's wife, was played by Darlene Love. Uh, she mostly did Lethal Weapons. She's more known for singing. Okay. Uh, she's a backup singer on tons of albums, variety shows, and she sang Christmas songs for Letterman for a bunch of years. Shit. She should have sang. Uh, I, yeah, she should have sang. I feel like there was room Just for like, it. Just like working in the, the kitchen song or something? Oh, God, she should have definitely <sighs> sang the lead. Let's not talk about it yet. Let's save it for the end. I need to be pretty hammered before we even broach the subject of the fucking Lethal Weapon song. Rianne Murtaugh, the oldest daughter, was played by Tracy Wolf. She's mostly done Lethal Weapon. She hasn't acted She's in a like, while. She's only done Lethal Weapons. <laughs> yeah. Also, she has the weirdest through line of the Lethal Weapon yeah. series, where she just wants to fuck Riggs. Until Chris Rock shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Trade it down. Yeah, uh, definitely. Here, baby. Yeah, but, oh, baby. Uh, but that's the weird... That's the weird thing about this movie, is that she clearly just wants to bone down on Well, in, Le- in Lethal Weapons 5 and 6, courtesy of the Always Sunny team, mm-hmm. uh, they do get married. <laughs> yes, they do. I forgot about that. <sighs> well done. Every time I watch those episodes of Always Sunny, I'm like, the character Dennis, when he plays Mel Gibson before they switch halfway through, mm-hmm. <laughs> because Mac in blackface becomes too much, Yes, <laughs> he always does an Australian accent. And I'm like, it's not that bad. It is that fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it just comes off as crazy to people, <laughs> to people who don't know that Australia exists. <laughs> Why does that man talk weird? Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> he's suicidal. <laughs> You're going to marry my daughter? I love a roach. <laughs> oh, uh, as the guy who, uh, the young black detective who comes in to talk to Murtaugh before he gets teamed up with Riggs is Grandel Bush. He shows up in the second one to Agent die. Agent Johnson! In Die Hard, he is young Zachary Lamb in Demolition Man. He has not worked since 2002. Bummer, is he dead? I, haven't, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, as Bummer. Endo, the guy who electro-tortures Mel Gibson is motherfucking Al Leon. Yep. Yeah. He was in Die Hard. He was Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted. In yes, every is. movie where they needed a crazy or evil Asian. Yes. Uh, the girl who dies at the beginning is Jackie Swanson. It was her very first movie. She did her own stunt, falling 35 feet into an airbag. She also showed her own boobs. Yep, and she played Kelly oh, Boyd yeah. on the last season of Cheers. Okay. Not worked a lot. No. And then the movie is dedicated to stuntman Dar Robinson, who worked on this. He trained Jackie Swanson for her jump. He invented a drag line for stunt falls called the decelerator, so you could show you could shoot people from above and not show the airbag. Okay. He was working on a movie called Million Dollar Mystery when he didn't break at the point he was supposed to, and he went over a cliff. His son, Shit. Sean, also a stuntman, died in July of 2015. Shit. But he didn't die on the job. He was found dead in his hotel room. Oh, but Sean worked on uh, every movie we oh love, all the Marvels, a bunch of the Fast and Furiouses, and Dang. all the Transformers. <sighs> That's a good team. Uh, Dar Robinson's first job was doubling Steve McQueen on Papillion, a prison movie, Magnum Force Rollerball, which makes him one of the toughest men ever. Logan's Run, Fist, with Stallone, Airplane, Bachelor Party, Police Academy 2, To Live and Die in L.A., and he holds the record for the highest freefall for a film at 220 feet for Burt Reynolds' Sharky's Machine. Damn, I want to see that clip. Well, apparently they only used him going out the window and then used a different take. But then he did another one where he fell 200 feet for another Burt Reynolds movie where he fell and then fired a gun as he fell through the air. Sure. What else are you going to do? So he has the highest official one, and then he also has the highest one that's shown entirely on film. 
<laughs> uh, Black I want to see Sharky's Machine. <laughs> we should definitely watch Sharky's Machine. It's weird. It's weird. We haven't had a Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, show. Oh, I don't know if it's that weird. <laughs> no, I mean he was one of the first early action guys before before the rules were truly set. We, we can cover him. That's fine. I would love to. Yeah. Oh, there's so many. Though. Also, Archer loves him. Yeah, that's true. Uh, as I said, Black wrote this script in 85. He sent it to Joel Silver, who helped him develop it. They showed it to two directors, Richard Donner, who loved it immediately, and Leonard Nimoy. What? Okay. Nimoy, <laughs> who didn't love it immediately? <laughs> Nimoy passed only because he didn't think he could handle the action, and he was busy directing Three Men and a Baby. Can I say something? <laughs> yes, he is correct. He could not have handled the action. <laughs> yeah. I would just like to remind you that apparently Spock directed... Three, Three men and a baby. There were not. He also did a bunch of the original Star Trek movies, which are not known for their signature action. Yeah, at all. Even in fact, the, most of them don't even really have a villain. No, <laughs> it's it's just them. It's just them versus like the idea. Just Khan. Yeah, he's like the only. That's why he's well, the greatest space, Star Trek villain because he's the only to one. Kill you a lot. Yeah, everything in space wants. In to the play. newer ones, they the Borg do it a lot. Yeah, well, that's cool. Uh, Which is themselves with cyber gear. Oh, and and Picard clones. Picard clones, played by Tom Hardy. Yes, before he got buff. Yes, uh, Gibson and Murtaugh were in the mix from the very beginning. The only thing that would have kept Gibson from doing it was Bruce Willis was also in mind for Riggs. Um, Bruce Willis, but been they good too. But uh, but every, everything gelled during the first read-through, which was apparently an amazing experience. Wow. Uh, Glover did it because he felt it was an action script that let him play as a character. Yeah. Busey specifically asked if he could read for the part of Mr. Joshua. He'd lost 60 pounds and wanted to reintroduce himself to the world. He was super nervous because after Buddy Hall, he never had to audition again until this. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a really yeah, interesting buddy. fact about him. Here's so he had nearly a decade where people would just bring him in to yeah, rooms. to do whatever. And just be like, okay. I lost all this weight. I want to show it off. He does look good in this movie, though. I mean, Fantastic. he does yeah. look... It, uh, he looks like someone who could fight yeah. uh, Mel Gibson at the height of his powers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, they had three martial, consult- martial arts consultants on the film. Here's how ahead of the curve they were. Capoeira. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with Hoyon Gracie and Jailhouse Rock, which is apparently a fighting style developed in American prisons, closely related to the French kickboxing art of Savat. I was going to say, I, I, I noticed that there was some real chill judo in here that looked good, <laughs> and I was like, huh, Mel Gibson, surprisingly. Mel Gibson jits Busey twice. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, That they, fight's really fucking good at the end. They did most of their outdoor shooting at November, oh, and the city of Hollywood obliged by hanging up their Christmas decorations early that year. Oh, that's awesome. I know some people who have theirs up <coughs> all year round. Yeah. They're Indiana and real hard. All right, They're so before monsters. we get into this, shall we introduce... The Out Black. <laughs> yeah. Mine's uh, all black right now. <laughs> today's signature drink is a play on the black and tan uh, with Foster's and Guinness. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember the original name, but I prefer the Out Black. The Out Black. It was just co- on the website. It was like, this it is was called the, the Outback. Out black. Outback in black. Nope. Out Black. Uh, out Black. Uh, out Black, obviously. Um, uh, as it's anticipated, awful. Foster's is a terrible beer still. Uh, uh, it's very bad. Here's the thing. Here's the problem with Foster's. Um, it is not meant to be poured into a glass because the can <laughs> is fucking terrible for pouring. It's literally impossible. You either have to upend it completely and pour yeah. it all out into a giant novelty glass, which I'm not above doing. Well, no. the cans are made to throw at 
kangaroos to so defend you yourself escape. from all the poisonous, <laughs> yeah. terrible things in Australia. Everything has to be modified to be a defense mechanism. <laughs> I almost didn't do Fosters uh, until I saw this crazy green can they had. Um, I'm now going to read you all of the stuff that they printed sure, on this, go for this crazy green can, <laughs> which is a combination of the sun and snowflakes. Please shut up. Uh, well, I mean, they're in another hemisphere, so Christmas is in the summer for them. Oh. I don't, I don't think that's how that works. I think time is still the same. Yeah, but I mean, they're tilted a different way from the. Oh, you're sun. saying that they, they it, just they're December's the summer. In my mind, you were saying that the calendar switch. No, the the Earth is tilted a different way. No, you're the correct. Fuck, Keep going. <laughs> right. I was like, dumbass. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at this thing. So they've got the Foster's label. It's on a green can. Uh, it's circled by sharks. There's snowflakes, upside down triangles. Uh, Foster's beers with speed lines, so it looks like they're tossing. And oh, <laughs> never mind. Next to it on the can, it says "Toast me a tinny." Oh, so they call them tinnies. Uh, okay, Fos- Foster's. It's your shout. It's your shout. Uh, let's see, there's a surfboard, a boomerang, uh, something along the the, line, the spine of it that says "No Wuckers, mate." Uh, good on you. I think I know what that means. Make it big. I'm pretty sure I know what that means. Cheers to the first round. Make it big. Oi, 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 oi. I know that one. Grab a feed in a Foster's. I do like grab a feed. I don't like Foster's, but I would like to start saying grab a feed and then whatever beer I want. I like toss me a tenny. Grab a feed. Toss me a tenny. I, like, I, I would like to call beer cans tennies in general. Yeah. I like that. Australia, can we have that? Thank you. <laughs> this is a really bad beer, though. <laughs> this is not uh, a great beer. Uh, the Guinness is doing as much as it can to offset yeah, the but Foster's. But I can only do so much. <laughs> We're asking a lot of That's it. why I have a Foster's, but I poured a local brewery beer. Since um, it takes place in L.A., I grabbed an L.A. That also beer. works. Fuck, we could have also done that since it's fucking... <laughs> I, like, though, I, I mean, once again, this is my favorite thing. Uh, Shane Black through line of takes place at Christmas time. Oh, okay, so I got the Christmas can. It's a, it's a signature... Yeah. That is a signature Shane Black move that we discussed in Long Kiss Goodnight, but every... Sing, even Iron Man 3 takes place... At Christmas, Die Hard takes place at Christmas. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Shane Black played his character as Hawkins, as someone looking forward to coming back home for Christmas. <laughs> is Shane Black just one of those creepy people that just like always love Christmas and you go to their house in July? He, he strikes and, me as a man that 100 percent writes for himself. I, <laughs> all I have the time. I have a feeling if you went to Shane Black's, there's a nice Christmas tree, and yeah. that's it. Yeah, <laughs> kiss, kiss, bang, bang's Christmas. He, he definitely leaves his Christmas stuff no, up in he, his home at all. No, no, I think there's just a nice or Christmas every tree. holidays. Christmas and that's it, and, and that's, everything's and that's his, and that's his commentary on like America's. It's like, oh yeah, here's here's when you oh give a shit God. about each other. I love it. Oh, uh, speaking of Foster, if only we got invited to his Christmas party. I've always heard the same thing. People can write in and confirm or deny that Australians hate Fosters and it's terrible. But it's giant. I found we the blurb, I found too. the blurb on it and it says, "Don't drink." Fo-. It's from a, a it's from an article that says five mistakes tourists make in Australia. <laughs> Don't drink Fosters. Drink pretty much any other beer. Fosters are the stuff that Aussies export because nobody li- calls nobody likes it. After that, beer drinking in Australia gets pretty complicated. But as long as you have a beer in your hand, you can't really go. But Australia, it's your shout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or it's it's your shout. I don't know. It's what your shout. It's your shout. I, I mean, it's a shout. I don't know how many. I don't know how many other beers make a brave stand against Walkers. Also, what is What's a Walker? What that means? No Walkers, mate. Is that a slur? That sounds racist. I, it, it does feel like a slur. <laughs> there's no way it's. That's why it's exported. There's no way it's not racist or homophobic. It, it's right? That's why no one drinks it. Oh, because they brazenly oh, right. attack people on their racist beer. All right, I'm gonna finish this one, then I'll make a stand. <laughs> 
Well, I paid for it. Yeah. It's 25 ounces. <laughs> Who are these assholes? They it's were two for four. They, they, they're like, this is so good. You got kegs and you got pony kegs this and is, you have a this, foster's yeah, can. Yeah, this is so good. You're going to want double the beer. I, I, I literally bought I literally bought 40. I really bought a 40 plus 10 for four bucks. No, thank you. I only bought one can of it. I was like, "This, this is it. This is the end." I well, I mean, it was two for four. I have to get the deal. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Go for the deal. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not you've a walker. Anything? I'm not a walker. If you've learned anything, <laughs> is it what W U or O? Walker. W U C K E R. If anyone knows what walker means, please let us know. I'm assuming it's a Australian version of wanker. Except I also think the Australian version of wanker is, is the C cunt. word. <laughs> <laughs> but then also, that's the word for your best friend. So yeah, I don't know. A, I believe that's also Australia's dude. Yeah, um. uh, they're they're weird. They, that's like it's a prison population. Yeah, they they they've really uh, softened that terrible word. At no point have they softened that terrible word. They just use it constantly. Well, they've deadened it to themselves. Yeah, really, every country but America. Well, Basically. probably not Canada. Well. I don't know. I think there's still plenty of people in Europe who aren't into it, is my understanding. Yeah, the rest of Europe. Just, they, yeah, no, no. One, no one uses it as flagrantly as Australia. Australia. To Australia. To Australia. To Australia. I never want to go. G'day. Sorry about that accent. I want to go during your winter and it's not 110 degrees. Oh, God, that would be good. <sighs> Seems like you're a, you're, you're, it feels like your cuisine is meat-centric. Yeah. Feels like your culture is beer friendly, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think I've seen an ugly Australian woman. Well, none, yeah. of, none of the ones that get exported here are, no. so that no. works. So as far as I know, there are none. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so we open the movie. It is Christmas in Los Angeles. Beautiful. The mm-hmm. beauty of Shane Black is not only is he extremely good at his job, but if you ever need a movie to watch on Christmas, you can put in any Shane any, Black movie. Any of his movies. Also, uh, worth noting... We've brought this up before. Every movie that's set in Los Angeles has rain. This one does too. I, this I is the down only so one that is set in the time period where you might actually have rain. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Before yeah. we ruin the yeah. biosphere. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, they, if you're set around Christmas time in LA, they're, they're, that's like the only time that there may be rain here, usually. Other than that, dust or yeah. wildfires. Yeah, basically. Well, for well that's a, to keep the predators for a, out. For a week, we were. We were suffering a drought. The state was on fire, and we were flooding at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes, we were. Also, we're in a drought. We're in a drought. We're burning. We're it's flooding. flooding. It's amazing. And it's just lousy with predators. Where, yeah. Don't go downtown. <laughs> the predators are everywhere. Do not Until go Danny downtown. Glover gets there. Do not go downtown. In the far-flung future of 1997. <laughs> the font on this opening... Super cool. Well, here's the uh, thing. Super past, future looking past. Okay, we go. As Nick said, we go right into. We are living in demolition time, basically. <laughs> Hold on, Nick and Kyle are having two different breakdowns. <laughs> Nick anyway. decided to have a font dork, and Kyle realized we're ten years away from Road Warrior. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried. I'm just going to go into cryo. <laughs> I'm going to come out in the time of San Angeles. It'd be the John Jones of 2036. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. That ain't bad. What? I can't say super boner here. <laughs> you guys are pussies. You say, fuck with your minds? I'll have to say it all the time just to get toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because you won't know how the shells work. Anyway, let's go. 
Uh, so we have we have future font. We have what 1980s thought we were going to write in the future. I do like that. And we go right into synth, strings, and boobs, because this is the golden age of filmmaking. Uh, also, it's a soundtrack by motherfucking Eric Clapton. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? I like they keep they keep I the can jazz because of all the finger picking. <laughs> <laughs> they keep the jazz up throughout all the movies, though. right? They do. Yeah. They, it is it is a solid like jazz track. It does yeah. fit. It's just synth, and which is also kind of a signature of uh, like half of Shane Black's work. Yeah. I feel like he has that like jazzy. Yeah, I feel like I feel accent. like the new I feel like the season two theme song as as made up by Nick. <laughs> is uh, is a direct descendant of that this. means season three we add uh, saxophone we add saxophone we just add sax to it just keep it the same but add a sax and then season four is we had electric pick guitar <laughs> I was I, like I was it. trying to I was Let learning garage band trying to make it and I was like you know I could like you know teach myself a new thing every week and add something Mm-mm. but I was like no I, I kind of lucked out shambling this together it sounds great that's how i would feel too i'd be like this sounds great i'm I'm gonna fuck it up i'm not gonna do anything else i'm gonna i'm gonna quit while i'm not that far behind it's just a house of cards that's (laughs) stacked to the moon i'm like (laughs) pimp away apparently there are apartments in the Capitol records building yeah, was that the Capitol Records building? I believe it was. I don't think there's another building shaped like, like flying you know, saucers fucking each other. <laughs> no. Uh, which is fine. That's great. No one knows any better. Well, it's like one of the, you know, whatever. We can talk about this all the time. The, the geography in these films are always fucked yeah. up. Yeah, he definitely... Really fucked up. Yeah, later when they escape from the torture... Yes. He, he, he he's he on Sunset. Go to Third Street, and then he's... Uh, uh, somehow by Silver Lake on Silver Lake yeah. Boulevard. Yeah, he's on Sunset in Hollywood, place. and then he jumps a fence, and he's in Silver Lake. Yep. Um, I mean, he has special forces. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> running pretty fucking fast. Uh, so uh, Jackie Swanson uh, does her own jump off the Capitol Records building. Great jump. And then it, it, this is an elegant suicide. Can I say something? <laughs> well, it's like pretty classily handled overall. I was like. Well, maybe she was pushed because she was having such a great time doing drugs. <laughs> Why was she? She wasn't suicidal. She is so happy. Yeah, I did. I, but yeah. she did climb up and then. Jump. It is. It is a bit of an extra. It is a bit of a a bit too much when when you're like, okay, this girl cre- was high and committed suicide. Just probably just because she didn't know any better, mm-hmm. and then later like she was poisoned as well. She'd been dead in fifteen <laughs> minutes anyway. Well, shit. Maybe she right. found. That I mean, out. don't get me wrong. The fall's more visually interesting. Well, also speaking of visually interesting, I thought it was very bold of Richard Donner to have his directed by credit framed by her dead body. <laughs> Her dead tits right. out body. Yeah, yeah. There was a yeah. tit out. Yeah, she did have a tit out. Well, it's they were out the whole time. <laughs> he he kept it tamped down as long as he could while he was directing the banana splits. Oh, God bless. <laughs> and then he's like, "Nope, tits out. Nope. Tits out. Tits out on corpses. Tits out immediately. Coke everywhere. Coke everywhere. Coke. Tits. Corpses." Um, and then my next note is just happy birthday, Dad. I saw your dick. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Is- okay. No. 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 But. but <laughs> Yes, just a casual I, I dad. Say, both both of their intros are perfect. Also, I didn't realize until I watched it. Both of their intros, they are both naked. Yep, they are both completely nude. That's why they're such a good pair. God, that's such a good weird. team. That's what, what I was like. Weird I was like, guys, we should do black and tan. Black for Danny Glover and Mel Gibson's and, tanned and, ass. Yeah. Tanned ass. Uh, yeah, that was weird. I never really thought about it until I was like, oh, they're both naked. Yeah. But I've always thought this scene was really weird. Yeah, where I was whole like, family my family in. would never do that. 
We would have no. ran in on my dad while he's like dick out in the bath. First of all, my dad wouldn't be taking a fucking bath. bath yeah. Just having a casual dad bath. Yeah, in the morning before I go to my hard job as a cop. Well, I think that kind of makes sense. I like to have like lavender and candles. When you said like that, it kind of makes sense to me then. Sure. He wants that softness before See, he has to go like out in the world. At least like uh, be a hard gathered man. some soap bubbles over his dick or something. <laughs> Apparently, this was a usual occurrence because yeah. not only did he lock the door, he barely looks surprised. That whole family has clearly seen each other nude all the time. Constantly, like they must well, just there, walk around. The, Riggs uh, is lucky he didn't walk in on them. All there was night. a. Are a, we wrong? He kissed his daughter on the lips in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. At the end of that scene, <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, you know, dads do that. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Okay. I just. I, I think Kyle's. I think when Kyle's point, I, I believe it. The way Kyle phrased it was before he goes out and walks through the mm-hmm. murderers and the worst people L.A. has to offer. He wants a little softness. He wants a little solitude. He just wants to be. He just wants to be warm. Mm-hmm. And then his family comes in and everyone sees his dick. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't even a bubble bath. No. There was soap on the top, but that was it. I, I, I also would like to say, so this is the first time that we weave in that he's too old for this shit. He's always says it, it twice. I will say this. The best, the what Shane Black does amazingly, always throughout all of his movies that make them feel like kind of real, are like those constant little lines and jabs, like where she's like, your beard, you have some gray in it, da 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 and then he shaves <laughs> and he the just, beard, yeah. and then later on they're like... You looked younger with the beard. Yeah. And then, like, all that, the just beard. like those Even constant, though it was kind of splotchy. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. those constant little jabs that are just like, yeah. Well, it's just like the little, the little things that fall through the cracks. Like, when he goes down to the kitchen, and she's like, don't step on the egg. And he goes, yeah, it's my mistake. Why well, didn't look for egg on the floor? <laughs> yeah, like, that's a great line. <laughs> that, that feels really lived in. Okay, so I counted two. One here and one at the end of Riggs being too old, of Murtaugh being too old for this shit. Nick, you mm-hmm. you, you, I, I you found three. There's the first one. Was it in the bathtub? Yeah, he's too old for the this. First tub on the bridge. And then Fuck. at the end, no, no, you got it. And yeah. then on the end, I think yeah, he just yeah, yeah. says, "I'm too old." Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it was like ADR because he just like closes That's a classic the, line. Yeah, he closes the door because Mel Gibson brought Sam to become friends with Burbank the cat. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you believe that this is that of all the lines? If you're Shane Black and you write this script, there has to be a billion lines. That you were right? like, this is going to be the line of it. And that is the thing that people picked out to I'm be getting too old to. for this shit. <laughs> Everyone can relate. It's great. Ribs. Ribs. But in those lived-in moments, too, like, even the moment where his uh, daughter comes down and is wearing that sexy dress, like, his reaction is perfect. Like, that feels very yeah. real. Where oh, He's just like, he doesn't even say anything. Yeah. He's just like, my baby. Like, you can just read on his face. Yeah. I think he also, as he's leaving, he just goes, God. Damn heartbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> he <just> I mean, leaves. <laughs> or, or when he's on the boat, it's like, Raj, what do you even know about boats? And he's like, there's the front, there's the back, water all around. What do you need to know? <laughs> I like his boldness. That's such just, a good dad joke, too. Yeah. What else do you need to know? So I can't smoke weed, but you guys are out here figuring a six pack. Is weed. Legal, yes or no? <laughs> that's, a good, that's a great scene. That's a that's like borderline uh, bad boys two scene. This is one of the last Where, times. This is last one of the last times the an action dad felt like a dad. Yes, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I do. I I definitely yeah. Who else does it? It's in the bad boys. The bad boys try a little feel, bit, but I think Martin Lawrence would have his children taken away. Yeah, because he's clearly unfucking balanced. <laughs> Woosa. <laughs> Woosa. Yeah, like all the other but actors. But he's trying. Like, uh, 
And I respect that. Jason Statham would be training his daughter in, like, karate. Oh, it's a Statham, isn't it? Yes, it's a Statham. Uh, you know, Arnold was a great action dad in Commando. Oh, Absolutely not believable. It was an action dad. <laughs> Feeding deer. Well, they just call him Google George. Uh, One, three. And then my next note is Mel Gibson's bare ass. <laughs> Because Richard Donner believes in equality. Yeah. We got it's, it's boobs, something for the and guy, now we get butt. Something for the ladies. <clears throat> Mel Gibson, the highest powers, a, before he knew about his terrible racism and poisonous misogyny. He's also, he's also like, uh, <clears throat> kind of, he's almost Stallone ripped out, like Rambo he's ripped pretty, out. Yeah, he's, pretty he's like lean, lean ripped out in this. I mean, he has abs if you chain his arms if up you're and into that sort and of shock him. Well, I mean, if... <laughs> He he mostly, but he mostly eats like Brad Pitt in the Ocean's Eleven movies. Yeah, he, he is constantly junk food. eating. I do love that. He just has junk food and like warm Coors Light. <laughs> he does own Lassie, though. Also, I was gonna yes, say I does. think his dog has a slight limp. Sam, I think his dog has a slight limp. He, well, he lives on the beach. It's not. He's yeah, not sure footed. He yeah. would rescue a dog. I'm yeah, sure yeah. he would. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, and then we go to the Christmas tree lot. This is an amazing. This is why do we go to any drug on. deals at the Christmas tree? <laughs> this is no. Is that this is, hold down? on. First off, this scene. This is Mel Gibson's second beer of the day, at least that we've seen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, we yeah. know of. Oh, he's he's <laughs> definitely like three deep. And the ca- the camera kind of tilts up casually, and we just see a Winchell's Donuts. And the- this is the most open air drug deal. <laughs> well, yeah, they're it surrounded is. by. But, they're yeah, they're technically not? in the woods. But also, why wouldn't you do it near Winchell's? <laughs> I want donuts. They're, technic- they're technically in yeah. the woods. When you buy There's all the cocaine, don't you want to go and celebrate with a long john? No, cocaine makes you skinny. It's weed. <laughs> weed you want to do by Winchell's. Yeah, well, you don't. You're, not, I didn't say you're doing all the cocaine. You bought all the cocaine. Yeah, I would a have celebratory <laughs> long john. I would have my dealer meet me at Successful. a China buffet. Successful. <laughs> Why don't more drug Winchell. deals happen at China buffets? <laughs> Maybe they do. Western China we may not know. They also sometimes have donuts. Well, yes, they do. Know. They do have those little donuts. Uh, man, I've never done cool drug deals. <laughs> okay, so I always have to go to a guy's house and then they force me to play like Mario Kart with them <laughs> for like an hour. I always have a go-between. <laughs> it's way better with a go-between. I have I have like two middlemen. Yeah, that's way better. I, yeah, I, if I, you just like be the moocher and never buy yourself. the worst weed purchase I ever did was before I moved out here a long time ago, and it was me and my brother, and we went to uh, Castleton Square Mall, and uh, it was just supposed to, it was supposed to be really cool. We like we like we were just supposed to pull up, do the toss. How is it not cool, at Castleton? Well, and the then, window was up, and I swear to God, my my brother was like, "Okay, here's the money. Just toss it over to him." And I go, and it just bounces off his car door into the ground. And I was like, "Oh shit!" He was the drug dealer was not throwing you fucking idiot. <laughs> no, this is Northside. Don't yeah, put this on Greenwood. Oh, not Green- no, they wouldn't put up with this in Greenwood. In Greenwood, we drive down to Brown County and buy it from the guy. We pull it from the earth. <laughs> Uh, he was not happy. Weird. Yeah. So it was supposed to be real smooth. I imagine both, not smooth. I imagine when I had to get out and pick up all the individual bills. Yeah, I imagine rubber band them. No! What am I, a drug dealer? I'm not rubber banding like 60 bucks together. You're throwing paper through the air. Well, you I didn't anticipate it. that I was going to throw it through the fucking air. It's a drug deal. you got to be ready for anything. I thought we were going to hand it to each other. What? <laughs> I want to throw this to the room. I want to go around the horn. In how many of Mel Gibson's movies has he played someone who could have been Ma- Max Rokitansky before the collapse of civilization? 
It feels like every Mel Gibson role, if you just go 10 years in the future, could have become Mad Max. All for different yeah. reasons. Yeah. It's like in Conspiracy Theory. Sun dies. He just, his son dies, and he just is so paranoid that he has to prepare himself yeah, for, for the end of the world. Yeah, and that's why he thrives. Yeah. Payback, he's just mean. And yeah. always gets what he wants. Gotta love payback. We gotta do payback. <laughs> it's not really an action movie. <laughs> I know. Movie can stealth it in a Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, Braveheart, The Patriot. These are all. I mean, movies. he's crazy. Yeah. In Braveheart. In the, he's in, just wrong. These are all movies in Act One. He could have easily become Mad Max. Yeah. I mean, in Patriot, he kind of does become Mad Max in front of his children <laughs> when he tomahawk murders people, <laughs> and he he forces his kids to kill. And then and Heath Ledger gets murked. <laughs> and then he tomahawk murders a man in front of them. He tomahawk murders a lot of men. In yeah, front not of just them. one. Sorry, I don't want to shortchange. I think maybe we and then were, walks it off like nothing. <laughs> maybe we were soldiers. He doesn't turn into Mad Max, but certainly what women want. Yes, and the Beaver. <laughs> Definitely the Beaver. He would in, in Expendables three. He would have just become a Morton Joe. Yeah, that's true. It mm-hmm. would have been the opposite. Yeah. Oh, there is there a time where he just flips and would be the villain in all the Mad Maxes? Uh, this one in Apocalypto. Is he in Apocalypto? <laughs> no, but he directed it. <laughs> but in my mind, he's the Puma. <laughs> in my mind, he is the I just, he is Quetzalcoatl, the feathered serpent, and is making all these people die for his amusement. I was just replaying that movie. I was like, oh god, was he in? <laughs> In the very first trailer. No, honestly, I no, thought no. the same thing. I was like, fuck, was there one white guy? No, 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 no. In, in the very first trailer. He shows he, up at the end. He Tyler Durden's it. And he puts in like two frames of him with like a beard. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Why would you do that? Why don't you just make yourself the European guy who comes to shore at the very end? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah, why did he Tyler Durden it? I remember that when that trailer came out. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm a big fan of Apocalypto, and I think everyone should see it. It is a great movie. It is. He is not a shitty director. No. (laughs) This, uh, I mean that. Yeah. Braveheart, he's very good. I really love Braveheart. Did he direct Patriot? Yes. Yeah. I like the Patriot a lot too. The pa- yeah, not everyone. Here's the thing. Movie, well, here's like the thing with the Patriot is the Patriot is every time what a an, great cast. Every time an actor wins an Oscar, mm-hmm. they try to make that movie again to win the Oscar again. Mm-hmm. So Patriot was just his Braveheart again, but with all the parts everyone but pandering really to from American Braveheart. audiences. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, straight up pandering because they, there's no way. I don't know why would this hardcore Australian man be super interested in telling the tale of our. Independence. He was born in New York. Because it's goddamn free. Well, fantastic. Right. He Fair could enough. run for president. That's, <gasps> that sickens me. He joins a terrible list of horrible people who could be president, and I can't. <laughs> it's fine. She'll never listen to this. That's fine. Okay, so then the next scene is Riggs looking at a picture of his wife. He does some fucking good acting in this scene. Mm-hmm. It's very good. I, I My note is acting, all caps, <laughs> with an exclamation point. It is, like... Genuinely, a yeah. great scene because he keeps putting the gun to a different, better part of his head. Yeah, my only problem is that is his. It, 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 keep going. Well, I was going to discuss suicide. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, this is a. He puts it to the side, it. but I was heard, and then moves it to the mouth. I was heard that the mouth is bad. And well, he does. He does temple. He does forehead, and then he does mouth. But if you do the temple, that I've always you might heard just go blind. You might just blow out your oh. your. Nerves, your ocular nerves, and well, just but be but blind. he handles that because later he explains the bullet he picked out as a hollow point. So it's going to kill him no matter what. Yeah. So the hollow point was invented because guns became so advanced in Vietnam, we would shoot people and it would zip right through them. 
mm-hmm. and then they could just get patched up. You could literally just stuff a piece of like tissue paper in there. Tampon. Yeah. They'd be okay. And then they'd be okay. So <laughs> we invented the hollow point, which mushrooms, as soon as it hits your as soon as it goes through your body and hits bone, it, it it mushrooms and then bounces around. Yeah. And it inflicts multiple kinds of trauma. So I'm not saying Shane Black did a lot of research. Shane Black did a lot of fucking research. <laughs> he did. Also, it's funny because it's like the 80s. Like, we can just get online and do whatever we want. And look that up. That man mm-hmm. either, that man had to find people to talk to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That man had to, like, either know it himself. He, he definitely maybe... just read the things they carried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all did. It's a really good book. It's a good book. <laughs> Um, hey, uh, Australia, funny. if you are interested at all in uh, the American psyche, please read uh, The Things They Carried by Tim O'Brien and The Killer Angels. Shit. I never read The Killer Angels. It's very good. I can't believe you. And then Generation Kill. Uh, uh, oh, I was also going to say um, the the only thing that's off-putting, whatever, <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with him emotionally, I think he was hitting him below his weight class wife-wise. Oh my god, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He, yeah. like he's blubbering and was like that photo sad. just from central cast i don't know but i was like i was like her this is not yeah i was like yeah. her because I mean, like, in three he gets renee russo yeah yes that's all i could think who's one of the like, most beautiful women to be on film i was like when does he get renee russo three. i was like why is that she's ia in three it yeah <laughs> Okay, good. I mean, as long as everyone thought the same thing I was, then I don't feel like a dickhead. No, I was like, no, 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 that no, no, girl is no, 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 no. not the woman the Briggs no, would marry. Let's get one thing straight. You're a dickhead. Yeah, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> Nick's a dickhead for thinking that thought. Yeah. Wait. But yeah. he definitely, in three, did he get Joe Pesci? Yes. But he also got Renee Russo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. Gosh. Validated. Validated. Okay, I, I that, just was wrote my, down, that was my only problem with that. Scene. I just wrote That's down. A great scene. Yeah. You it's can't out crazy Mel Gibson. Oh even god! In the you scene really before when man. he three stooges his way out. Of oh the god! Way. I didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Let's, let's jump back to the Christmas tree lot. He gets three shoot stooges me. crazy. Shoot him. shoot him! You shoot me! Somebody shoot him! Somebody, Somebody shoot fire him. Shoot, him. shoot! Shoot! Shoot me! Shoot me! Uh, his. The people he's working with do not appreciate that. <laughs> no, they do, do not appreciate no, that. Neither does Razor Ramon before the steroids. He's got a gun to his fucking head. <laughs> but yeah, when he straight up uh, three stooges hurt. them and then pulls his gun. You're, That's yeah. a real badge. This is a real gun. <laughs> and you're all really under arrest. <laughs> it is a great gag when he... Oil they're like, America. it's a hundred. And then he just starts pulling out down 95, yeah, six, A hundred grand. Tell you what. I'll take all the drugs. For free. <laughs> That's a funny joke. For free. <sighs> it's a good movie. Guys, we, we actually, the, I think all of us have the least amount of notes we've ever had. Because there's not much to this. complain about. Mm-hmm. But, well, it's not, I, I like Most of our notes I'm, are making fun of it, or here's how I would have done it different. I have very few of those. No. I have almost none of those. It's just a tight movie. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we also do, like, I mean, action meanders sometimes, and there's logic questions and things like that. And this, this movie, movie in general, yeah. top to bottom, and all of those realms, there's just... It's, it's a fucking good movie. Yeah, this is what this is what it looks like when everyone gives a shit. Yeah, kids. Well, that's the thing. It, it's like you know, you, we whatever. It's great. <laughs> you know, it's a it, it's John Wick. We talked forever about, and we love that movie. That's amazing. That's a whole different thing. That's like new <laughs> shit that happened that we needed to talk about that we'd never seen before. This is like quintessential. Like this is just tight classic action filmmaking. It's like, yeah, the same. I've seen staples. this movie maybe a billion There's times. There's not a wasted second. No. No. 
It never meanders. It never goes into a scene that you're like, why was that necessary? What is this? Mm-hmm. Like, it is everything is like razor sharp. Like, all the little character and all the character building moments are these little moments within the scenes. Except. Except for a suicide scene. For, there's a suicide scene, which I, I argue is very important. But after yes. that, we cut to the precinct. Yes. Where you have some top shelf exposition. <laughs> oh, yeah. May I remind you, his wife of 11 years died yes. in a car accident. Which we didn't need. That's a studio note. <laughs> that also, is... that captain sucks. Also, he's an asshole. Also, that psychiatrist doesn't talk like a human person. No. She's also bad at her job because she would make sure Riggs wasn't working. Except he was right where we needed him. Yes, sir. <laughs> On the edge. <laughs> Live. Sorry, that was a quote from Heat. Uh, okay, I just remember. I just wrote. I just wrote some top shelf exposition happening, and then it was a different, simpler time. When they do, uh, that's the only misstep. That's yes. definitely not Shane Black. Mm-hmm. No, that's definitely a studio uh, notice. Kyle, no, no, said. no, it is. It, but uh, the funny thing is, this is definitely Shane Black, which I thought was oh. hilarious. Where they're like, eighty guys, eighties guys. They're sensitive now and all that stuff. I was like. I cried what? in bed today. Was that I a- cried in bed last night? <laughs> that was a good. I liked that a lot. I was like, which eighties guys? Arnold and Commando. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, eighties guys. You mean Arnold and Stallone? Bruce Willis? Those guys? What are you talking about? I just wrote down that that old cop is so old. That old <laughs> the lady cop who yeah, she's a death sergeant. Yeah. She, doesn't, she doesn't go out in the field. <laughs> she doesn't care. She's not kicking down doors and cracking heads. No, 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 no. She's uh, doing some paperwork. <laughs> she's, she's doing fine. some paperwork and she's organizing the maybe worst choir I've ever heard. Oh God, it's so bad. So, it's it's, it's that actually is even better. That was that was an AD standing on a chair. Yes. Yeah. And saying, who here can sing? Yes. And then being lied to. We, you're going and then being lied to. <laughs> yeah, I've sung know. before. I don't know if it if it if it's intentional. It's a pretty great moment that they're bad. Oh yeah, it, it was definitely. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean Donner made it work, and then thank, thanks to the 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 mood that Shane Black sent uh, <laughs> set up for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Merch. yeah, I was I, I always forget that we don't get a classic police captain in this one. No, he actually yeah. shows up very little. Sh- this is it. This is it. And but he does prove that he's a terrible captain. But the because other way, because he could care too. Yeah. He doesn't fucking. He care. doesn't care too much. He cares not enough. Yeah, he literally doesn't care enough. Like clearly, Riggs should not be in the field. Well, I just like they didn't notice he had a beard until like late. Well, he had the beard in the tub, and then he shaved it into the stash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the gist of the precinct scene yeah. when when young Zachary Lamb from Demolition Man walks in. Hmm. We got this cop from Vice, and he's all kinds of fucked up. So we made him a member of Murder Police. <laughs> what? <laughs> sure. Send him on vacation. Yeah. Send him to Palm Springs. He's all fucked up. Why don't you babysit him send for him murders? To, send him to Kyle's favorite part of Southern California, Santa Barbara. No. And just let him relax. Just calm down. And just eat seafood. There's and nothing. enjoy the beauty of Santa Barbara. Fish no taco. One, you know what? Just stop. You're not going to get me amped up about Yes, I am. You're, you're amped up yeah. right now. Yeah. I don't. Where's this coming from? It's it really like is the vacation spot of it's Southern It's just California. like Palm Springs. I don't understand it. I can't oh, think of a better. Palm there. Springs sucks. Why? I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. I'm sure it's lovely. I'm, sure, I'm sorry, Santa Barbara is lovely. That's it. It's fine. That's all I have to say. It's on the probably subject. miles better than Palm Springs. I'm sure it is. Now I'm r- riled up about Palm Springs. I hate it Palm sucks. Springs. Palm Springs. It's I, the I, I fucking desert. It's, we're already in the desert. Let's go vacation in the desert. There's a lone mountain there. You can go to the top. 
Surrounded by desert. You could, you could, uh, whatever, whatever. I hate Southern California. <laughs> Love San Except Diego. For San Diego, though. yeah. Love San Diego, though. <laughs> San Fran's nice. Where are we going? What's I will happen? not be baited into this trap, but real fast. <laughs> I will not be got, but if I may. <laughs> I have strong feelings about Santa Barbara. Leave me alone. Out of nowhere. <laughs> never been there but i don't like it <laughs> what if you love it i can feel however I want. what if we sell like five tv shows and you just decide Retire. to buy a house in santa barbara that's the thing that we'll we'll cross Guys, that bridge when we get there i have a few <laughs> all right i have a few things to recant kyle has a winery <laughs> i have a winery i bought francis ford coppola's and just renamed it <laughs> It's just Nosferatu. The best, the best wine, the best American wineries are me and the fat Jewish. Uh, so they get paired off. Uh, so we have a great, oh, we have Mert, an amazing meat. Murtaugh yes, the cannot meat take his eyes off Riggs in the Well, it's because he looks like a bum. Well, it's a nice. <laughs> he thinks switch. that someone's getting booked. It's a nice switch where the black cop assumes the white guy is a criminal. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, yeah oh, we have some we have some great physical acting mm-hmm. <laughs> when Murtaugh shouts, "Gun! He's got a gun!" And then <laughs> no, Riggs pulls his gun out and looks <laughs> around <laughs> and gets tackled by Danny Glover. It's, really it's maybe the greatest meet cute in action duo movie history. It really is actually. His confusion is amazing. What? Where? I get him. And then they're in the garage, which is. A gorgeous shot. It's um, really pretty yeah, for for a shot that didn't have to be that pretty. I know where I know where we usually recommend uh, books and movies and stuff. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter accounts is called One Perfect Shot. Yes, and they do very high res photos of what they say is the best shot from a movie. Mm-hmm. It is excellent, and their website's pretty good. They do some good coverage. They've they covered like Fast and Furious Seven. They they there's a lot of crossover between us. If you like us, uh, here's a far better, more regular Twitter account <laughs> called One Perfect Shot. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in any Killer. cinema, not just action, please check that one out. Yeah. Um, what this, was it for this movie? Uh, it was just. I don't know if they did one for this movie, but I just couldn't believe how gorgeous and composed the shot is of them in a fucking parking garage. Yeah. It's just a. It's just. Oh, a, yeah. They're just walking and talking. It, yeah. It's it's a beautiful shot for a walk and talk. I mean, the background is everything's framed perfectly. Yeah. And it it literally. I mean, we watched it on a widescreen. There's black bars on our TV. They don't even use the entire space. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's perfect. It, it's a gorgeous shot. Definitely know? the the best a parking garage has fucking looked. Yeah. On. Maybe since Tango and Cash. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Well, it's pre-Tango well. and Cash. You know, since they got the final word on the 80s. <laughs> I gotta go. As they should. I can't be here for that. As they should have. I can't deal with this shit right now. I don't need this shit today. <laughs> Thanks for watching the <laughs> 80s. See ya. I would like for this to end abruptly just at the mere mention of Tango and Cash. <laughs> the last thing we saw before the 90s happened was their gay marriage high five. <laughs> Freeze frame newspaper. That brought us into a new decade. <laughs> <laughs> the products in the decade of gangster rap uh, and frosted and tips rock. and frosted tips and boy bands <laughs> oh, oh, and pop punk jinkos anyway kind of makes sense anyway but I don't know if I can go in, on. in this scene we get the titular line for the he said the thing <laughs> we gotta have you registered as a lethal weapon <laughs> 
I'm glad that the, you're one of those guys. I will say this: they stealth it in. That's fine. They, they don't. They don't like. You know, like a lot of directors would be like, "That's it, boom, and punch it." It just is part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like supposed to be like kind of. Well, it's it, also done like tongue in cheek. I have like a, a feeling. Shit, like fuck you. No, no. I have a feeling Shane Black sent this to Joel Silver's office as white cop, black cop. Uh, <laughs> and yes. Joel Silver, because he is successful, yeah. said we should name it a different thing. Yes. <laughs> How about Lethal Weapon? <laughs> okay, black and tan. Um, no. no. <laughs> uh, but there's some there's some great lines. He's like he's like everyone either thinks I'm actually crazy, mm-hmm. and then I'm fucked, and no yeah. one wants to work for me, or they think I'm trying to pull a psycho pension. And then I'm fucked. Yeah, no one wants to work with me. It's, it's, Either way, yeah. I'm fucked. And then Murtaugh sounds like I was turned fifty, and I got I got a partner again, and he's a suicide case. God hates me. Are you trying to pay him back? Works for me. That's a great button mm-hmm. on a scene. Those are two That's great, great exchanges. Yeah, but Russell yeah, it's really like, okay. Uh, well, it's what funny because you? you don't really like you get you don't quite get Riggs' situation until he lays it out. Yeah, you know. Like you, you don't. You're like, okay, suicidal. He's clearly troubled, and then you realize but it's what that over means for stuff, his yeah. job. And all he is. has is the job, yeah. which we get, we get to later. Later, yeah. I, during the scene, they kept talking about the war, and like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, Vietnam. When you could call it the war and yeah. know exactly what war you're talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, if you're like the war, we're like, which fucking one? We're all. Were you like, in Afghanistan? Were you in Iraq? Yeah. Were you in Iraq the yeah. first time? I, I, were you in it, Afghanistan the first time? It's also just the like kind of sad and telling. It's like okay, all these guys, of course, were just in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. every single yeah. That's yeah, just I mean, it it's is. just like every action movie I will write for the next ten years will be like, oh, as Marine Special Forces in the sandbox. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I was first recon. Oh, Delta. I was a Delta Force motherfucker. <laughs> they ever tell you how crazy us guys are? <clears throat> We have to redo that movie. Yes, we do. We uh, not give it a fair shake. Once again, folks, uh, after Nick and Kyle talked me off my idiot ledge of we should do like three movies per cast, we're going to redo some have of the movies we've covered. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be doing bad. We, we'll be doing Bad Boys, Bad Boys Two, and The Rock again. Yes. Uh, I think we gave Wonka's Good Night and Doomsday a fair shake. Ladies' Night's okay. We'll I see, want to do Running we'll Man and happens. RoboCop again. Yeah, we, we have we to get could, those right. Yeah. I want to do a reboot. <laughs> yeah, that's what Tri- we'll call we'll call the reboot. Yeah, mega episode. That's fine. Which one? The, no, do, like not do re- all of them reboot again? us, but do reboots in a clumped. Oh, we could do a reboot themed like, episode, like RoboCop stuff that we stuff that we. I like RoboCop. Don't necessarily want to do an entire episode. We of, could touch maybe briefly we could on touch. Red Dawn or something. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, Dread's going to have its own episode because we're going to have Arnie Devils oh, yeah. on. Shit. Yeah. Oh, so, Never mind. So, Robocop I liked. Are there any other reboots you guys really dug? I did like the Robocop one. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Sure. Moving on. <laughs> no, that's not a bad idea for a themed episode, though. Uh, my next note is Meet the General and Mr. Joshua. This movie invented so much stuff. It's crazy to look back and see how many things right? they're either personally responsible for or making popular. You, you you know you meet the bad guy and you know he's over it and you have his psycho henchman and he fucking burns his arm like this entire <laughs> if you've never seen this movie before it's like watching Casablanca if you've never seen Casablanca you sit there and you watch this movie it's like this is so cliched it's doing so many things but no 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 this is the first, the first time you're seeing it yeah the, the two most important movies ever made are whole, Casablanca and Lethal Weapon <laughs> it changed the whole game yeah. die, and also Die Hard but yeah. also like he gives him in his arm and he grabs the lighter like oh shit they're gonna burn 
his arm. Oh yeah, no, no. no it's it's Mr. Johnson. Uh, yeah. Mr. Joshua. Joshua. Mr. Johnson. You may call Math me teacher. You may call me Mr. Joshua. It's which is not his real name. Fuck clearly. you. Fuck you, Utah. Yeah, oh, God, Mr. Joshua. <laughs> Busey's a great villain. He's very good. I wish he wasn't crazy now. <laughs> oh, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, kids. If you track Gary Busey's career, the one time he really feels like he's playing himself is in Point Break. <laughs> Here's the thing. I believe I'll that. stay here. I 100% believe I'll stay here and wait for the bank robbers. Once you walk a block, take a left. There's a sandwich shop. Give me a meatball sub. Utah! <laughs> I want two! <laughs> that is, that was just a real-life scene. Yes, it was. And then, and then <laughs> he was Captain, Bigelow was, Captain Bigelow was wise enough to leave the cameras running. Because, As he's ordering from a new turn. Because, because she knows that Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves stuck in a car together Terrible. will yield yeah. some magic. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of nothing, and then you're going to get some fucking magic. I always forget that that's her. Damn, we got to do that. Yeah, we have to do Point Break. Uh, Obviously. Uh, that would be a good reboot. I don't we think, should do Point Break before Point way, Break comes out. By the way, my favorite line in the scene, I don't think you're funny. <laughs> that is yeah. fucked. That's a great line. <laughs> In the context yeah. of the scene. Uh, so then we have the jumper. They're in Koreatown. Yeah. Hey, my town. favorite part of L.A., Western they, and Wilshire. Because they're at Wiltern where Lost Boys is playing. Yep. Well, then, this they, year's hit. And they bought hot dogs from a white guy. Yeah. These are all things that will never happen in L.A. again. No. They will show a movie at the Wiltern. Never and again. you'll buy a hot dog from a white person. Not in that part in of Koreatown. Town. In, in the background of that, as they get into the car, um, there's four Asians in their car. And they're looking directly at the camera, directly at them. That what, was those were the, the first, shot gorilla style. No, those were the first people to settle K Town. <laughs> that was that was that was that was recon. That was the tip of the spear. Yeah, God damn it. They were there to it's buy a building and turn it into a restaurant slash laundromat. Yeah, and then that was the birth of Koreatown. <laughs> God bless. With fish tanks in the packs where you could choose your own fish By to take home. We cannot restaurant get into our to own re- living situation. Restaurant slash. <laughs> Laundromat is a great idea. It exists. I was in I was in Portland and they have, I saw a place where they they have it's a bar and cafe and laundromat. laundromat. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, what a great idea. Yeah, I'd be there all the time. I I would be doing laundry all the time. I uh, would steal so many other people's clothes accidentally. <laughs> I would get so drunk and I would finish and steal everyone's clothes. I would finish drinks people left behind. Yeah. <laughs> I drink detergent. I do whatever. I mean, between the coffee and the alcohol, I'm Probably just I'm pissing a dryer at one point. Just I'm to see sniffing. What it is. I'm sniffing detergent. I'm chugging softener. No I'm one snorting cares. dryer sheets, <laughs> cutting up real fine. So they get the call, and uh, this is just a note I have. This might be the first and last time in movies or TV shows where cops get the call and they don't spike their food. Mm. I want you to think that every time, every time you've seen a, <laughs> even a police procedural, they get the call and they happens, spike their food. They like a thousand times in Southland. The, they assertively yeah, throw it into it. Why? Yeah. Take a car with you. Yeah. Well, but as Nick pointed out in the TV <laughs> show Southland, which is very LA, and they actually get all the geography right, is they'll be sitting there and they'll go to like a taco truck and get like the best looking burrito I've ever seen, and then they'll get a phone call, <laughs> and then you'll just see Gotham and. Uh, 
bull from Band of Brothers yes. spike their burritos like they scored a touchdown and then go kick down a door. Like. <laughs> Stop! Don't, don't, that's the words. They're like a Tacos Leo and then they just punt their car, their Al Pastor Oh, the that good food. I'm going to take this out on somebody. <laughs> spike. Um, <laughs> that I understand. If it's like two blocks away, you, you, you're not going to be able to. But I still, want- don't you wrap it up? I just Don't want you put the foil one back scene. in place and like put it in the cup holder. Well, my scene is me eating the burrito as fast as I can, and then I get out of the car, and my hands are too greasy to flip the safety, <laughs> and then I get shot by a member of M13 in the fucking face. No, I just want to see them take one scene where yeah they take the food in with them. Then when they show up the crime scene, they're like licking their fingers as they're getting out the car, and there's like some lettuce there's or something on their vest. rice. All over these bodies. <laughs> no, no, no. So they, they what, caref- what do we got here? <laughs> they're carefully wrapping the food. Bull Randleman is driving the car with his elbows. He tries to get the tinfoil over the top of his burrito. They get out. They kill all the gangbangers. Yeah. And then when the rest of the cast shows up, they're just on their hood eating a cold burrito. <laughs> See, but that's what I'm saying. Burritos are the ultimate mobile food. They literally fit into your cup holder. <laughs> Why? Why spike it? That you've, makes me you, upset. You I have, have done that South before, Land. haven't you? I know people love Southland. I'd love to watch it, but I don't. I, that actually is the one thing that makes me not want to watch. Because <laughs> I was like, but why? Well, we're done here, I guess. <laughs> and then Kyle throws, my, so good. And Kyle throws my DVDs back at me. <laughs> have you or have you not put a print in your cup holder? I have. Yes, of course I have. <laughs> yeah, here's a How fun, am I going to get it home? Here's a fun story. You can fit three Benito's burritos into one of my cup holders. You know, it's interesting. Uh, uh, when my car got stolen and my cup holders got stolen from my car. Because yeah, uh, they were the perfect it burrito could, with. It could fit multiple burritos. <clears throat> yeah, that's why they were oh, stolen. I those cup holders. I drive a mini, so it's all and bullshit European cup sizes. Yeah, not that I drink and drive. It just was just in transport. No, this is just yeah. a good. That's just a good thing to point out. Yeah. So the roof jumpers. <laughs> so uh, this is a, a lot great, of suicide in this. Well, this is a great Seems head to be fake. A theme. It's a great head fake because yeah. you think Riggs is going to use his own pain to connect to this guy. Nope. And nope. talk him off. But that shit's you actually for pussies. Riggs. Yeah. And then what? That else? shit's actually feelings are for pussies. Yeah. It's 1987. Feelings. You are deal for with those in your trailer. With a gun. 80s guys don't actually show their emotions. I'm no. doing nothing wrong. Oh, yeah. that guy. This Also, this guy sucks. Hey, man, my boss is down there. It's like, it, you know, why don't you just talk to me? I don't want any What are you doing here? No. Don't touch me. Don't the, touch me, man. He had the weirdest fucking, like, cartoon upper lip that dipped looked, down. He looked poked out. That guy looked poked out. I'm doing nothing fuck. wrong. I'm doing nothing Yeah, it's not like you killed someone. Yeah. But if you jump, yeah, you're right. if you, <laughs> but now we're handcuffed together. So if you do jump, it's murder. And the guy's like, "What? How could you do this to me?" Lawyered, <laughs> you're lawyered. You're gonna be dead. Uh, but it's basically dad logic. This is the suicide equivalent of if your dad catches you smoking and makes you smoke the whole pack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna jump together. We're gonna do it. No, 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 Dad. No, we're going to do it. This we're, is what's happening. No, no, I, I don't mean it, Dad. Yeah. I'm holding it for a friend. I was Sorry, holding this ledge it. for a friend. Sorry, we're doing it. <laughs> we're jumping. Yeah. And then uh, apparently the guy didn't notice the giant inflatable thing yeah. below him. Well, it turns out the L.A. Fire Department is excellent. Yes, they are. They They're are very, very sneaky. Yeah. And they put the airbag right where you want it. <laughs> oh, well. Does that just happen like hundreds times a, times a day and we just don't notice? There are no yeah, news stories about it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, that's not a big deal. It happens all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh, are we going to report this where a hero cop handcuffed himself to a jumper? Imagine like, and the, then led him to the bag. No. A firefighter just casually throws it down, and stomps on it like a Ghostbuster trap. <laughs> I like that, that. Yeah, I like that. That the <laughs> after they jump, the jumper's like, he's crazy, man. We <laughs> yeah. he made me jump off that ledge. It's like you would, you would need to figure your shit out, man. <laughs> so they jump. He says the thing Kyle said. Uh, Murtaugh drags Riggs into the closing store, and this bit in the store is basically the template for their relationship across four movies. Yes. Every time they get in each other's face, it's a variation of this, Mm -hmm. often playful, which is fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) Where Murtaugh is freaking out that he's got a fucking psycho pension. Yeah. And then Murtaugh pulls his gun. He's like, wow, I'm just killing myself. Riggs grabs the gun, puts it in his force, like, fucking do it. Fucking pull the trigger. (laughs) It's an intense scene. Yeah. It's a good scene. People, this entire movie is an unending series of people calling Danny Glover's bluff and him <laughs> not being pre- prepared for it. Yeah. Well, he was prepared this time because he wedged his hand. No, he wasn't. Pull, That's pull why he cookie. had to wedge his oh, hand. Oh, God. In there. Also, pull. how much did that hurt? Danny Glover handled it like a fucking boss. Yeah. Well, I ain't even a NAM. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was a NAM. Yeah. I've done those, that on like replica guns. And, it hurts. and that fucking hurts. Yeah, the webbing of your fucking also, finger. Yeah, the yeah. webbing of your finger is even worse. Your grip is shit for like four weeks. Oh god. Uh, yeah, he was. He was actually like, not the ready ear. for that. No. no yeah, yeah. Pull the fr- no, no, not the side. Pull it might go through the ear. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might go through your ear. Oh no, that's right. Just put it under the chin, right through the brainstem. Yeah, click shit. <laughs> you fucking crazy. It's a good scene. And then Danny, and then <laughs> Riggs. I'm stabbing. <laughs> yeah, and then, he, and then he invites him over for Stop dinner. <laughs> yeah, remember thought, you almost killed was, yourself? It was an intense dinner. scene, but it's you know kind what, of it is actually, started off not great. When he slams the door yeah, and it, it doesn't swings stop. Up. I thought keeps, that was amazing. That's my that. favorite part. You keep yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I, just wish it, I just wish it would have knocked over a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. It's it's funny. I'm hungry. I'm starving. And then it's... I'm starving. I'm starving. And then they're on a bridge. And he's just eating on the trunk of the car while Murtaugh's in his 80s cell phone calling the psychiatrist. Yeah, this is where he, This is the uh, second I'm too old for this shit when he hangs yep, up. you're right. You're right. I was incorrect. When he hangs up the phone, he could use to call an like airstrike on. that he is not too old for this shit. Yeah. Even if he's 50, he literally... Okay, this yeah. is this is firmly baby boomer. Also, the fact that Shane Black was like, what? 25 when this was made yeah, when he wrote this. Hell, man. Uh, it's, he's not that old. He's not even near retirement age. No. Literally not even close. Yeah, Jesus I mean, Christ. He's, it's he's weird on. to think Shane Black, 25-year-old, in charge of this shit. Jesus. Not well, fucking Donner. Well, yeah, Donner. Donner and Silver. It's Donner and Joel Silver. But Don't still. Worry. I mean, listen, he was best friends with Joel Silver. And he mm-hmm. was in At the header. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fine. He was in and wrote parts of Predator. He is our spirit animal he is our hero he is he is he, he if anyone represents what climax wants to be it is shane black. if there's one person that i 100 percent want to meet also don't want to meet is shane black yeah what if he's terrible yeah no uh so they go to the pimp's house drowning like that is my nightmare <laughs> yes did yeah. they become the best of friends on the drive there to beverly hills like i, I think it was when the- i think it was when riggs saved his life because Danny Glover was making a big deal about shooting people in the leg. Well, they had like a which is now illegal. a super fun time talking about smoking in the car. Yeah, or is that well, yeah, just they're kind of trying around. to get over the awkwardness? Wait, what of, did they do? They they kind of they said something that they were kind of yeah, kind of on the a drive there where they were getting a little playful. I mean, after you almost shoot yourself, 
After your most party to a suicide, you kind <laughs> yeah. of... After were they just trying to lighten the mood person? after that? I think so. But I think this was the turning point was when Riggs saved his life. Also, my question cool. is, yeah. uh, who did those coke women think that they were when they just <laughs> let them into that home? <laughs> cool. Some new guys to fuck us. Yeah! <laughs> well, I, I guess they just assumed that they, they were oh, there the to pick up some brought? coke. Yeah, she's like, come on in! <laughs> it's like, uh, all right. Fucking A. Don't, I also need a warrant when also, invited. That's what I was going to say. Also, a brilliant moment in terms of getting around that logic of just yeah. like, well, fucking invited us in. Cool. Feels good. <laughs> uh, but uh, the it is a good bit, the whole like, will you not kill someone? Look at me. Look what I did. Shot him in the fucking leg. And now I can question him. Now I can question him. What do you think about that? And then gun. he's got a gun. <laughs> and then this guy. Look out, has... he's got a gun. Raj, he's, he's pulling out now to shoot you. And Raj, he's got a gun. Bang, 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 and ground. Bang, 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 bang. And then he has a oh, terrible death. He has the worst death it ever. It sucks. What does that thing do? What is that for? It's the solar power. It just collects heat to heat your pool so you don't have to use like electric or gas or whatever. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, it looks like a terrible way to die. Yeah, it's it's like one it. of my. Yeah. That's it's a baby death. Top three <laughs> list. That's like 100% how your baby dies. Jesus. What? I'm just saying, toddlers like running around your pool. You're supposed to put a fence around that shit. If you have plastic in it, they're definitely dead. So, so after the worst death ever, yes, we have dinner with the Murtaugh's. My only note Where, for this scene is I love this scene because this black family is about as good at rapping as I am. Yes, I also love that they're drinking oh Canadian, my God. Canadian mist. <laughs> Canadian Ooh, mist? Canadian my name mist. is I got in the back. Canadian mist shows up. Uh, at least two times during this, it, when he straight up has offered Canadian Miss, which no one does. Maybe that should and have been then, a cocktail. Uh, when they're in, he's in Silver Lake, <laughs> and there's a giant Canadian Mist billboard. So that's gone. Yeah, that's gone. That's not a thing that exists anymore. Uh, anyway, Canadian Mist. What a wonderful whiskey. It's awful. <laughs> that's like one of those whiskeys that you buy in uh, just jugs. <laughs> what do you got, Canadian Mist? I'll take a uh, vodka. How about you punch me in the face and then just pour, I don't know, Bud Light over my wounds? <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kerry. My rhymes is scary. My dad is Harry. I went to the library. <laughs> <laughs> is that what she said? Just something like that. They didn't even do that. No, no, that hadn't even he, been invented he the, yet. He did Rozelle didn't even invent that yet. I can't do it. It's it's the most terrible. It hers is bad, and then when Rick Danny tries Glover's it, is really it, bad. It's, it's I think his his was entirely ADR because it's all on like family members laughing. Yeah. The oh, shots. it's definitely just, it's definitely <laughs> ADR. Like, they didn't even, like, think to shoot it or something. They just come to him. You know what I also... Here's my question. At the very end. Do you think that that is... uh, I mean, that's just... That scene is just that white people ran this movie and didn't understand how rap worked. They didn't right? understand that rap was just yes. a black people thing. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, they just didn't know how it worked. Yeah. Do you think that everyone else there was super embarrassed to do that scene? I don't know. <laughs> It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Hollywood's a weird bubble. Yeah, Danny Glover but might have been out here too long. But there's definitely like that. That like, yeah, he could actually be a little too old for the rap scene. He, he might have been too L.A. for this shit. He's a Motown dude, yeah. certainly. Get but too like, L.A. for this shit. I don't know. I, I it, that kind of stuff is. All I'm saying is that when rap, when hip hop was first invented in the late '70s, early '80s, black people were definitely waiting for the Elvis of hip hop to show up and take it from them, right? Mm-hmm. And then that man never came. I 
honestly can't comment on to that. I, I don't I'm just know. Saying they, they? they were definitely waiting for like an Elvis and a Roy Orbison to show up and take rock and roll from I mean, them. The, the Beastie Boys showed up. Yeah, but they were like... <laughs> they, I wouldn't say that they took it away from it. No. <sighs> My next note is just a chill night watching porn for research. For research, science reasons. Yeah. Wait, what is... Oh, yeah, it's the tape. I'm just saying a lesser movie would have had his wife catch him. Oh, I, I was going to say right before that, when Riggs is le- leaving, it, it has one of the most, most timed, wonderful, perfect jokes, where he's like, do you really like my wife's cooking? And then he like, he literally takes like 20 seconds, looks around. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then he gets in his car. No. Good eye, Rosh. No. Uh, but yeah, that porn tape is weird. Also... Why? What? Yeah, who sent this to him? And yeah, they didn't get any clues from it. No, they didn't. They didn't realize they had to go after Dixie until the gun range. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't really know. I guess that's the only. We, Unless because she was fooling around with only girls on the tape. She was fooling around with only girls on the tape. I, I don't know. I don't think one of them was Dixie. Was it? No, but they're discussing the case at the range, and then it's like, well, what if? What if it was Dixie? disgusting but go on yeah and it's like okay here first thing i understand that there are places even now and certainly eras in the past where people were close-minded about same-sex relationships yes i refuse to believe that la in the 80s was a member of that organization in regards no, to two not. women no not in two women especially no. two porn hot women yeah like um but wait back to the porn tape what did they learn from that i think it was just that, that she was I, I in think, trouble i guess and into some and there's shit. a yearbook in that package too so <clears throat> or did he pull it out well because he had yeah, two daughters yeah um but it was there's I, two last names but i think it was just the the fact that maybe i think they maybe got the idea that because murtaugh pitches it to riggs who's like okay that's disgusting but go on and then he's like what if, what if dixie was there what if she was the witness what if she poisoned her yeah um so i'm kind of wondering if just because it was only women in the porn tape that's what he made Mur- the connection yeah. that maybe that she was hanging out with a woman maybe yep. this day well <laughs> it, it's fine i don't know i don't really I, you know, after we just praised the logic and how lean it is, that's like the only moment. I think it's just that, the lesbians. I think it's yeah, just the idea of lesbians. Yeah, that that is that's a little weird, but uh, it's a it's not that long of a scene, thankfully. Oh. So it's not like that meanders. <laughs> well, on no, because we get we get we get Riggs is a way better shot. Yes, and we get mm-hmm. a smiley face. Oh yeah. Outline. Oh, I meant when he's actually watching the porn. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay, okay. no, no, no. The the range scene is phenomenal. No, no, no. So wait, would not change. After the porn oh. scene, is that when Riggs wakes him up in bed? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he wakes him up in bed. Just puts coffee on his face <laughs> to wake him up, which is like something I would do to someone. To hey, Roche. Honest. I saw your dick. Hey, Roche. <laughs> I saw your dick. I wasn't invited to the bath party. <laughs> Roche. Why don't we take a bath together? Roche. Oh, that's good. Roche, I saw your Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, Wucker. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Australia. Did you say Wonka? I saw Wonker. I saw your Wonka. I saw your Wonka. I saw your Wonka. Ah. Well, uh, please get at us. What a Wucker Still is. not sure what Always up. Uh, I saw your Wonka. Oh, I hope it's not a slur against gay oh, people. Oh, it's got to be a slur, right? It's definitely it a, is slur a slur that we should not be Fuck. saying. They printed the on their can. Oh. We've had so many breaks. I could have just Googled it on my laptop, and no, I didn't. No, it's better that we don't know. Oh. So Wonka. To, so they go to Dixie's house, and it explodes. And we have all these terrible child actors, though are super cute. But, okay, so here, here's two things about the kids, okay. which I like. One, the thing I don't like, 
is I don't think they appreciate the gravity of the situation. No. Someone died. But they do, the good thing, is they do understand that they're not to snitch or trust the police. <laughs> Sirens go by. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stay woke, kids. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> no, I thought it was very, the cops are the way very funny, very cute scene. Stay woke. They're trying to shut us down. Stay woke. Don't tell them your name, Alfred. <gasps> <laughs> and then he covers his mouth to answer. How old are you? Covers his friend's mouth. Six. 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 <laughs> 22. Fuck you, five zero. God damn it. We children. I, we children. Oh, I wanted to bring this up Love earlier, but speaking of Dixie, we have one of Roger's greatest lines earlier when Dixie's interviewed at the death of... Oh, uh, yeah. When she's the witness yeah. at the beginning. All dressed up and no one to blow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck good, you, cops. <laughs> That's a good... It's a great line. It's a great line. <laughs> so they go to Hunsacker's house. Uh, Shane Black is amazing at dialogue and his plotting is super crisp and tight. Yeah. But he is for fucking shit at naming stuff. Shadow Company. Yeah. Mel Gibson's tattoo is ringed by a, a banner saying, Never quit. I know. That's a bad tattoo. But that also, that's such a bad tattoo that I was like, It's probably real. It's probably, I don't think it is. It'd have, been, it it'd have been fucking Latin. It would have been fucking. You think so? Yeah. Never quit. Yeah, it'd have been like, it'd have been Latin, like John Wick's. A tattoo like that. Oh yeah, he we was didn't painted. really mention. What? Yeah, he, he was painted, painted like a tattoo. What? It was definitely drawn on with marker. Yeah. Uh, so then they mention Air America, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. It was oh. those pilots dropping guns and weapons off into places they weren't supposed to. Mel Gibson was actually in a movie called Air America about yeah. that with Robert Downey Jr. Is that a good movie? It's a very good movie. If you watch the trailer, you're like, oh, what a fun buddy comedy. It is not a fun buddy comedy. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot okay. be more serious about but how that's not a fun buddy comedy. Because I, I remember my dad watched it, and he's like, what the fuck is this? I want it to be a buddy. I thought it was going to be guys cracking wise. Nope. Nope. 100% nope. Ouch. I am glad that Shane Black finally got the chance to do the cliffside house versus helicopter scene correctly in Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. By the way, maybe not the best time to assassinate someone. Via helicopter during a funeral at the man's house. It's the last. It's the last thing you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. It Bold. would be. So maybe it is the best solution. You know he's going to be there. Yeah. Yeah. You know he's going to be there. His, his guard's going to be down. I guess. Yeah. Someone uh, already died. No one's going to die again. No. Yeah. But they didn't count on Busey, no. the one man crazy enough to dream up that plan. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous plan. <laughs> it worked. Yeah. I also love that uh, Riggs. Shoots at him forever. Yeah, just so out of the range of your. Gun. Even well, here's the yeah. thing though: his tattoo says they never quit. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I mean, if Riggs jumped off the cliff and swam after the helicopter, <laughs> I would believe it. But he threw his gun off the cliff after it. Throws the gun, jumps off, starts swimming. Or what if the helicopter exploded? What if he caught him? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. What if he, he leaps on his skid seen, like Rambo? If he would have... Oh, he got, hops in the water just so he can <laughs> jump a hundred yards into the air to grab the skid. It's just Rambo. all these 80s movies were trying to out... Yeah. Out helicopter <sighs> jump from water. You know what, other. though? That's what I like about Shane Black, is that he never did anything that was ever felt like was a response to anything. No, no, no. He set the pace. Yeah. yeah. He always... It was always his thing. And... and well, not all Joel Silver things, but a lot of Joel Silver stuff was kind of just set well, the pace for shit. Well, I cherry-picked a lot of Joel Silver. Yes, he did. Yeah, <laughs> I he didn't mention bullet to the head. Yeah, I definitely I definitely left out some of his uh, uh, poops. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some... Well, you don't make that much money without making some poops. You don't work that much. No one bats a thousand. No. I want to be very clear no, no, about no, no, that. No, no, no. Absolutely. Not even Jackie Chan. 
<laughs> so we cut to our. He did wear a roller skate suit once, so that was pretty cool. That was cool. <laughs> uh, but he's also in a movie called The Tuxedo with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that movie. <laughs> that movie sucks. Yes, it does. That is embarrassing. Yeah. That's maybe the biggest blemish on his whole career. He's got some other ones. Uh, I'm bad. What women want? Sorry. Jackie Chan. Um, Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Honestly, actually, I would have preferred What Women Want with Jackie Chan. I would love it. I think I would have believed that he genuinely didn't understand. I would love it if Mel Gibson, if Mel Gibson's rival at his firm was Jackie Chan. (laughs) That's a different movie. Hey. It's very good. Hey, Mayor. I saw your ad. It's terrible. I would watch that. Again. I would watch that in a heartbeat. Okay. Wow. Well, we need, it, there we go. It's time for a reboot. What women want? That's but with it. all the same people. What? What that, women want? That's. Hey, Mel. With all the same cast. What women but, want? But, but, but plus Jackie Chan. Well, that's my what next. Is that? That's my next big mistake. <laughs> that's not even a reboot. What do you call that? Uh, I a call reimagining. It, I call it adding Jackie Chan. <laughs> I call it. I call it adding the one missing ingredient from keeping it from becoming a classic. We need to insert some Chan into this. Oh man! Hey, hey, what, what if we, we should do a segment of what ja- what Jackie movies we would have Jackie Chan to? We will start that segment in February when we do our first kung fu movie in honor of Chinese New Year. <laughs> what? How do we Jackie Chan this movie up? Uh, we just add Jackie Chan to it. <laughs> Done. So we'll just name movies that we add Jackie Chan to. Yeah, that's great. It'll work. Titanic. Jackie Chan. Pride and Prejudice. Jackie Chan. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Uh, we're doing so well, not getting off track. <laughs> Jackie we're, Chan. Where are we? Factor into this movie. Uh, we cut to, because it is a movie in Los Angeles, we cut to the rain scene. Yes. Yeah. Which uh, doesn't bother me as much as other rain scenes, to be perfectly honest. But it's actually it's it's actually a weirdly good plan, but it's also not. So Riggs gets shot, and he's like, "Rush, they think I'm dead." It's not a good plan. And then, but but here's the thing: is like, oh, so you can operate, and they just don't plan for you anymore. Okay, that's perfect. But they don't have that discussion. Yeah, Riggs goes, "Rush, they think I'm dead." And then Murtaugh's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they're so That's because he knew. And then they have... He knew. And then and then literally, they have the worst plan ever. Drops him off. Uh, it's not... Yeah. But how... I feel like there are a couple ways, definitely. Where he, I mean, they set up him being a sniper. Way okay, early. Yeah. Hey, real fast. Real fast, before we get to that scene. I understand they're bad guys. That's yeah. a fucked up note. Yes. Yes, it is a fucked up note. And, and then, it continues that that statement. Yeah. And have they have her yeah, and they have her show up in her naked. underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then here's the here's here's one of the things. Richard Donner does an amazing job at this scene where they realize that they took Rian. Yeah. At playing how vulnerable Murta is. Yeah. In the entire the entire scene, the wife is great. Yeah, too. yeah. It's, I mean, it's she's married to a cop. She knows something, she knows something wrong. could be wrong. But they look vulnerable. They look mm-hmm. alone. Great use of that red light. Yeah, and, you know, it's such a good scene because he's not righteously pissed. No, and he's not tooling up to unleash the wrath of God on no. anyone. He's scared he's not, and he feels helpless. Yeah. yeah, and it's just they do such a good job of the Murtaugh's. It's like 
shit just got real. They feel like a real family. Yeah. Which I think is a, a key to this movie. To, all, to the, the entire it, franchise. Yeah. Is you believe Murtaugh has a family. You believe, like, for Riggs, nothing bothers him because there's no stakes. Yeah. You Except know. his job. And, and his, his dog. And mm-hmm. he wants to die. Yeah. But, like, no, but I just mean there's no, there's nothing. He literally has nothing to lose. Yes. You know, every day he has to wake up and think of something to live for. Murtaugh does not have that problem, and it, it has come home. And, and the weird he, thing is, helping Murtaugh becomes a reason yeah. for Riggs. Yeah, yeah. Which is great. So but yeah, got, it's a crush. It becomes his family. But yeah, it's, it's a beautiful scene. The, the Murtaugh's look super vulnerable. I mean, it, it, it makes the whole movie work. Uh, so they go to Victorville, California. Uh, from Dust Till Dawn, Tokyo Drift, Kill Bill Volume 2, and Face Off have all filmed scenes in Victorville. Of course. Because uh, it's barren and <laughs> terrible. And my first line is, scramble all you want, Riggs. There's not a lot of cover. I... He does this weird <laughs> angle. Yeah. Running, what, are you like, what are you doing? Yeah. It looks good. What are you hiding behind? Is he on a dun, ridge? I can't tell. Dun, dun. I don't know. Uh, he. Yeah, he's just avoiding. I guess the plan maybe? was just that he. Okay, he was going to throw the smoke grenade and then he was going to okay, snipe first off, people until everyone got away. First off. Until he got her into the car and drove away. I was like. She fucks up. Rianne fucks up. Yeah. Well, that plan would have actually worked. We'll get to that in a second. First off, how powerful were grenades back then? Well, that was a smoke bomb. It was a smoke grenade. They didn't know that, though. When he's threatening, he's like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Or we're We're all all dead. There were guys, like, behind a limo back there. Certainly, we're all maybe maimed. (laughs) I mean, I would throw it under the limo, so you get that gas gas tank to help you. Yeah. Yeah. But, But, I mean, like, everyone was afraid and just, like, bought into the fact that they would die if he... <laughs> well, it it's an unforgiving hellscape, and also UFC fighter Dan Henderson grew up there. Fair enough. Yeah. And then my other Fun note fact. was, we get it. You have a helicopter. Fuck off. Well, well also, yeah. What's the deal with that? Times. The helicopter just coming on the helicopter. Well, there's there's a ton of things we need to talk about. Is first off, why the general go after Riggs alone? That didn't make any sense. Why is he their lone wolf? Yeah. Why wasn't he there negotiating? What's is the it po- just because he didn't want him to see his face? What's the point of having mooks? Yeah. And then, okay, so then, what is the helicopter's plan? Uh, why did why did the helicopter escort. need a car escort? As no, the helicopter <laughs> humping the limo that Rianne's trying to escape. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. What is its plan? I don't know. She's like, gonna freak out and just stop. I, I guess. Like I we know, know, the DeLorean well, it, it, can't it, land on cars. Yeah, it drove her off road, but she was off road to begin already. With. Yeah, it didn't matter. Yeah, I don't know. It just I have just, no idea. It, it just it tapped forced, her roof, and then she idea. drove into it a not her hard pack sand. Yeah, it forced her to panic and then fall out of a car and then fuck up. Okay, so uh, everyone's captured. Yes. By the way, I, I will say about the Victorville scene, it it's a weird thing because you're watching the movie and then you're like, is this the climax already? <laughs> no. Absolutely not. It's Incorrect. not in the pre-climax. It's literally in like a bunch it's of movies. The, this would the be second the, the final up. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the second runner-up. It would just be an extended climax, chase right? or like something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not even... One warehouse house. Yeah. yeah. Warehouse, warehouse street yeah. house. Yeah. We're four away from the actual climax. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so so everyone's captured and they get tortured. Yes. Gannon Glover keeps saying, go spit. Go, uh, why does he say go spit? He clearly knows better swear words. He's been using them the entire movie. In fact, here's, a direct, here's a direct line from that, that scene. Go spit, you son of a bitch. Fuck you. Yeah. 
Uh, also, uh, why does Ghost Spit really I, offend I have, everybody? I have no idea. The general got spit. pissed. They got very upset. By the way, how? Keep going. Maybe he's insinuating that he blows dudes and <laughs> doesn't swallow. <laughs> Go spit. They just call him a cocksucker. Uh, yeah, you just say that. <laughs> just get real with it. It's um, the eighties. You could say cocksucker. Yeah, no one cares. Uh, I was gonna say, how also, scary how is it- that sponge? <laughs> That's the scariest a sponge has ever looked. <laughs> I thought it's an Al Young's like hand, electro sponge. Well, it is hooked up to a car battery. I know it's mark. a scary sponge. It's also literally a scary. I saw sponge. that as like a microphone sock that they just grabbed off the set. No, it's definitely a loofah. Yeah, it's a giant loofah that he refashioned into a weapon of war. I've cleaned cars with that. <laughs> Good kind of car that does loofah. Well, it looks like a big. It looks like a big car sponge. Yeah. Yeah, you put on your mitts and you grab the car. Your car mitts? Your car sponge mitts? And you rub it down. I had to earn my allowance, guys. Yeah, I agree. No, hey, man. <laughs> Game's the game. Yeah. So Mel Gibson, with his hands tied above his head, mm-hmm. kills a man. Yes. And then his opening move is to kick in a door and throw a corpse at gunman. <laughs> it's a great move. And then hope, Honestly, it should be your number one. And move. then hope he can scramble in time to grab a gun? It's... It's better than no plan at all. It is. It is. <laughs> also, if you have that body, you got to use it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you don't just leave the dead body over I'm there. Not he, he's literally spirit. your only weapon. Every video, every video game and movie just leaves corpses everywhere. Not this one. Not this movie. <laughs> that as soon as you kill that man, that man becomes a weapon. <laughs> His corpse becomes a weapon. His special forces training had, took over and yeah. he had to use that corpse as a weapon. <laughs> if he had another corpse, it would have been corpse nunchucks. Yeah, he would have tied him together at the leg. So, we we have the chase. Yes. Uh, the general gets killed by a combination of fire, cocaine, and grenades. That's so good. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, they really oh, let him less. struggle. Yeah. <gasps> Almost. <gasps> ah! Ah! Dead. <laughs> Fucking dead. We're talking about the, the the car explosion after the the chase through the club. Yes. So that's oh, when when Riggs kills a man, John Wick style, where he pulls him close and shoots him mm. point blank in the chest and then throws him away. That's this movie was so ahead of its time. Yeah, it really was. We got some John Wick kills and we got some jits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one was. I don't think a lot of people were. I, definitely not American action movie. I mean, clearly, sliced alone, and oh. like the big guys. We're not concerned with uh, okay. jits. Authentic okay. murder styles. This is where, like, okay, this is a movie. No, um, where Murtaugh comes out holding the gun with his daughter, and a cop's like point blank at him. And doesn't shoot him? Does, yeah. Just goes, freeze! And he's like, I'm a cop, whips out a badge, leaves his daughter. Look at my badge. Watch after like, her. Okay. <laughs> well, no, there's also a part later where after uh, Riggs uh, teleports from Hollywood. To Silver Lake, and then he teleports back yes. to Hollywood, and then he runs up and he's like, he's covered in blood, and he has a submachine gun. He's like, hey, it's raised hey above his by head. the way, I'm a police officer. Thank you for not shooting it's me. It's fine. I'm a police officer. Don't he, worry. He makes about his me. way through the crowd. Between between oh, what God, Nick said, he does run back. I forgot. Yeah. Between what Nick said and this, my only note is my how policing's changed. <laughs> both of those both of those men would have been shot immediately. Uh, Definitely 100%. the black one. Yes. Oh. Danny Glover's dead. Yeah. Immediately. Him and his daughter both got shot by that police officer in in today. Just out of panic. Yeah. (laughs) Just out of pure panic. Uh, We have a shot at the title. 
Would you like a shot at the title? Mm, yeah. It's not a bad plan. It's too bad two cops had to die. That here's my question. Yes. Yeah. Who, so like so we have we have the whole chase. Then Danny Glover's like he knows he where my family is, and he runs back to his family. And then yeah, my whole thought was he killed Busey kills two cops. Then he gets inside, Fun. finds the note <laughs> that he's like that basically Riggs and Murtaugh left for. It's them. like a step up from Home Alone. But like it's a hundred percent. I was, I was like, this is a good plan. Was part of that to let those two cops die? Was the whole part time? Was part of the plan having the helicopter drop you off so you can beat Mister Joshua there? Didn't you just? But at like, well, for I believe that because Murtaugh obviously knows the quickest route home. Well, they also had the sirens on, so they just ran lights. Yeah, but uh, yeah, those two cops just get straight up murked. Yeah, for the that, plan. Unnecessary for the plan. Yeah, the ADR later. Like when two of my guys died. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. Okay, so Kyle earlier said he liked this fight scene. I thought it was a bad fight scene. I think, I think the it's first iconic. Part was horrible. I thought it was shot, shot terribly. Horrible. I think it's inco- it iconic, better. and I remember it. I, it's like a thing that I always remember yeah. visually. I like the spirit. I like what it represents, but it shot like a dickhead. I not, think not the whole thing. It got better than no. I don't think they. I I will say that. I think I think it gets better. I think it, it, some of it's bad, and then they finally pull out for some wide stuff, and then they near the end when they. But then near the end when it gets really good is when they're doing like some Jits. legit stuff. Well, so he can go in tight because they're well, doing arm bars well, and they, shit like that. Trying to drown someone in an inch of water is fucking metal. Yeah, that's <laughs> just very metal. <laughs> it's very cool. Uh, and I do like how Murtaugh can't enjoy the fight. Yeah. Because he has to tell each police officer like, individually. Let him go. I'll yeah. take responsibility. Let him fight it out. I'm going to take responsibility. This is my case. Let him do it. This, Let him do it. It's fine. It's my yard. That's my That's hydrant. Fine. I wrote down. That's my partner. Let him fight. Man, the cops really needed this fight. Like, it was like so cool with it. They're just like. Yeah, the cops yeah, are like super. One of us. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, yeah, literally. He's like. Fuck him up, Riggs. He literally is like, he killed one of us. He killed two of us. He killed two of us. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah, okay, well. Let him fight it out. I want to okay. shoot him in the face. Riggs has got that also this is such a a pre-cell phone thing to happen because now it'd be the neighbors are out there and they just watch this cop wail on this man okay so so murtaugh goes individually to every cop tells him they can't fight and he can't enjoy the fight i was like maybe it's it's a side effect of watching a lot of ufc but Riggs almost has an arbar at one point twice Riggs twice almost has an arbar that's when i was like oh shit they did some fucking judo. They did some fucking jujitsu. Like, they're fucking not joking around. Riggs goes for the armbar, and then Joshua escapes. But then he hits the triangle choke. Yeah, then he gets him in the triangle. Nearly a decade before the world at large gave a shit about Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu. <laughs> it's, it's really impressive in that regard, yeah. this fight. Definitely. The choreography. Here, but here's the thing about the valley. Jits or be jits. <laughs> That's real shit. You if either jits anything, or you get jits. If we've learned anything about all of our action movies set in LA, is that the valley is dangerous. <laughs> the valley's the most dangerous. Show up, get jits. Go to go to who cares? South Central? Doesn't matter. It, you will valley, be jits in the valley. You'll probably be fine. The valley you will get jits. <laughs> Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> You will be, they will encounter With an army of mall guards spewing water and you'll down. You'll be jitzed. A helicopter light shining at you. Amazing. It's the most <laughs> epic of Burbank's dangerous. Rosh, this is literally the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> I'm hard right now. I'm hard as shit. Riggs, did you see me jits that guy? 
Do you even know what that is? Here's the thing about Jits, Roach. You have the Jits and a being Jits. It's the turning your voice high, higher pitch. Do you even know what that is? Do you even know what Jitsin is, Roach? Yeah, because it's, it's... You would especially Paulson. It, because it, it's, Mel Gibson's, it's Mel Gibson's regular American accent. Yeah. But every time he sneaks into Australian, his voice goes up just a bit. Hi. Just a little bit. Just a bit. Roach, do you even know about Jits? In Australia, we call it jungle karate. Uh, but I wouldn't know for sure. Because I'm American. Because I'm American as fuck. <laughs> Martin Riggs. Mon Riggs. American Special Forces. I hate Forsters. <laughs> I love Forsters. <laughs> I secretly love Forsters. I'm a Wonka. <laughs> but I ain't no Wonka. <laughs> I ain't no Wonka. I'm, I'm a Wonka, but I'm not a Wonka. I'm going to go grab the can. I'm going to grab the can. What does it mean? Maybe grab the internet and look it up. I'll look it up. Also grab me a can. No, I have beer here. What's it called? A Wonka? Wonker. Wonker? Yeah, what does that even mean? Yeah, you Wonker. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> anyway, sorry everyone. We got to the point to where we finally can't. We, we, can't, we literally can't live longer the without damn- knowing what. Wucker. I have to know what a wucker is. I don't know. But you're going to experience this magical moment. Give me just a second. I had to go out. I had to leave the recording studio to grab my tinny and look up wucker. Okay, Urban Dictionary. Good use of tinny. Urban Dictionary has a definition for no walkers. Okay, go on. A oh, slang so you- term which originally started with no worries. People would often say no fucking worries to enhance the original phrase. Then in a strange way, there's a period of time, <laughs> probably back in the 80s, when Whoa. folk would transpose <laughs> the first letters of certain words. No fucking worries became no wuckin' forries. The fourth phase of this odd phrase progression resulted in no walkers. It's a combination of laziness and playing with words, and a great example of the progressive nature of colloquial speech. Okay, either first way, off, it now means, I love it. Either <laughs> yeah, way, it means yeah. there will be no problems at all, and it is often suffixed by mate. I love no, it now. No wuckas, no mate. No wuckas. No wuckas. I'm going to use that no all the time. Worries. No wuckas. What's mate? it mean? No fucking worries. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait till Kyle and I are in a pitch meeting. I'm going to drop that. No wuckas. <laughs> No Do you guys think you guys can get this pilot done in a week? Yeah. No walkers. No walkers. <laughs> the cow's gonna jump out a window. <laughs> no walkers. Zero percent walkers. With, with a hard R. <laughs> no walkers. No walkers. Mate. 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 So yeah. that worked out. Yeah. Listen, I think, I think, I think, I think Australian English slang is amazing. Yes, uh, dude is far superior to mate. Dude is so good, uh, and it feels so good that they can't say it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's Ugh. that's how you can tell if someone has a good uh, American accent from another country is that they can drop dude, and and it, and it one, gets by in one syllable in that too. Dude, dude, <laughs> dead. Good eye, dude. Dead. Nope. Sex. <laughs> good eye, dude. Farter. I knew it. Well, so nope. listen, dude. Nope. Dude. They just, uh, you, that... You just gotta get lazy with it, man. That... You know, you gotta have no walkers about it. I know a lot of up-and-coming actors probably listen to this. you gotta be surprised that you pronounced the second <laughs> D. Sure. Australians and British, you need you need a master dude, or we will never believe you. That's true. Yeah. Uh, our heroes from Strike Back... They know dude and buddy. But he has to say buddy because he can't say dude. Neither one of them can say dude. Holy shit, we gotta talk about the player. <laughs> no, we can't. Kyle, we weren't able to finish he it. He does an American X. He is American. Oh. He's from Montana. Yeah. I didn't know that. That means he has the So the, he does the British. The British guy's from America and the American guy's from Australia. And that's why he says buddy instead of dude. Nick had to leave the room. <laughs> I don't even know if we're recording anymore. <laughs> 
can't say for sure. Oh, he had to go get a beer after that. That makes sense. Uh, okay, so we're basically wrapped it up. Okay, so now we've gotten to the theme song. Kyle, take us Shut there. the fuck up. Kyle, take us to Lethal right. Weapon. Yeah. Is Kyle, is your love a Lethal Weapon? So, Lethal Weapon, the theme song, is written by a band called The Honeymoon Suite, who I have never heard of. They are definitely people Shane Black went to school with. First of all, they are from Canada. Ugh. All of them. Ugh. And then they... I. They apparently were big in the... I looked them up because I had to research them. And I was like, oh, they're pretty big. They were pretty big (laughs) in the 80s. They had like five or six hits. I listened to all of them. I don't recognize any of them. So they were the least successful, successful band of the 80s. Yeah, but... Is your love not like a lethal weapon? This is a very bad song. (laughs) This is like... This is like... Worse than Frank Stallone. <laughs> Peace in our time. Peace, Peace in our time. Peace. In Peace our time. in our time. I get it. This is this is shit. This is shit. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like so, I've seen this movie so much because you turn it off because it ends yes. on a Christmas song. Yeah, I've seen this movie a billion times, but for the and first- I've clearly never stuck around long enough no. in the credits to finally get to the. Because theme song. Uh, the, Let me well, watch. No, no, I'm into. I, I get to the theme song, but you have to listen to the theme song long enough to get to them saying no. lethal weapon. Let me let me walk you through what happened to you. Is you watch this and it ends on the Christmas song. Yeah. You immediately pull the VHS and you put in Lethal Weapon two. Yes. But for the first time ever, you were watching it and you're like, okay, let me just wrap up. Yeah, my I was notes. finishing up my notes. Wrap up my notes <laughs> and then you're there for the extra forty five seconds. Yeah, that's hundred percent what happened. And yeah. then your love is like a lethal weapon. Uh, oh, it's so bad. I don't know. Anyway, the honeymoon you. suite. But what, what a band! So look them of, up. Go ahead. If you, if any of you, look up honeymoon suite and find another one of their songs that you like. Sorry, not another a song of theirs that you like. <laughs> please let me know. I'd like. I'd well, love some candidates. Kyle, I was going to ask you what of their songs is there one better than this one? No, this no, they're bad. all bad. This might be their best song. I mean, it's just a problem because I I think that there are so many <laughs> great '80s theme songs, power ballads like like Iron Eagle has a great theme. Peace in our time. Everything Stan Bush ever did. Is amazing. Like yeah, we'll it, it just is. What are you? What are you gonna do? <laughs> like season seven, we'll do Iron Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> the song's great, uh, but it, like uh, I have the tiger, all that shit. Like they, 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 they made sure that all these action movies had like iconic the songs. The only thing that this is lacking is the fact that they got this shitty Canadian band to do a song called "Lethal Weapon" for "Lethal Weapon." This is the biggest fault. <laughs> It was the 80s. Everything else is great. They are, they, every 80s movie action or otherwise had to end in a ballad. You should yeah. look at a video of these men performing because they're the laziest performers I've ever seen in my life. You know how like when you watch like a Motley Crue video and they're like rocking back and forth with their guitars, like some real cock rock shit, like straight up back. Yeah, they're trying to into the camera. fuck the audience. I, I'm literally guitars. watching these guys. They're glam rock Canadians and they're just shuffling. They're literally in leather, head to toe, leather vests, head to toe, big hair, and they're just like casually shuffling next to each other. I'm like, you guys are so behind. You guys are very. You're not listen, because they want the music to stand for itself. They don't. No walkers, mate. Uh, they clearly don't. 
The Canadian, so they're in the 70s. Anyway, the point is this. Lethal Weapon is a great movie. <laughs> I can't believe we went until the end to look up Walkers. With one of... Well, you know what, though? It, I, it worked out. I thought it was a wanker thing. I, I actually like it better using it as... as I like a, that they have no fucking worries on their cans. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking asshole thing. Matt. Mate. No walkers, mate. No walkers, mate. No walkers, mate. I guess it's better than no fouries. Chappy rabbit. <laughs> no... No, no furries. No he, furries, mate. He's, <laughs> no furries. They went the po bodies nerfed. Honestly, though, I would probably put no furries on a can. <laughs> I feel that way pretty strongly, <laughs> just in general. Yeah. <laughs> no furries, mate. That's a way to live life. That's how I live my life. Also, Stay tuned for the wrap up. The email that. section, which we definitely didn't do first. No. Please, even though there's a completely different energy to it. Do not pay attention to how less drunk we are. <laughs> During the end of this podcast when we do the emails. Yeah. Hi, I'm Joey Reinish. I'm Kyle McVeigh. I'm Kim. And I'm Brian. And we do a podcast called LLJK. You like topping it? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I do! No, keeping it, not starting over. This is exactly what you get. <laughs> this is it. You get topical, fucked up programming. Now we will scream at you, we will yell at you, and we will probably talk about boners. Poop. Poop again. <laughs> poop Probably boners. Poop. Boner poop. I don't even know anymore. Poop that gives you boners. Right? Oh, we haven't no. done that yet. Oh. No. No. We don't talk about that. <laughs> That's the one thing we don't talk about. Over oh. the line. Anyway, LOLJK on Explosive Magico, the the network for podcasts. Dot you know com. what I mean? Dot com. Dot org. Also no, on not iTunes. Dot org. Oh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Dot com. <laughs> Oh, hey, Brian. I just want to make sure I got one in on this one, too. Put a little left out. I really blew it with my spot, guys. All right. So, mailbag, uh, in honor of uh, Australian Melly Gibsons. Australia. Racist-ass Melly Gibsons. We have two emails from our our, uh, road warrior, our own private road warrior, and the Henshi Army, Luke O'Connor. Mr. O'Connor. Luke, is your last name? What was that? I liked it. No, you know what? We can't put it down in anyone's accent. No, we can't. We can't because this episode is rife with them. Luke, is your last name actually O'Connorable or is it O'Connor and you just added a bowl? Get at us. I think I have no idea. No, it's O'Connor. Okay, so so our first one is a uh, is a fan mail from Luke, which uh, I'm going to read because we are vain. Yeah. (laughs) Re-listening to episode nine. Which one is that? I don't know. Is that Expendables? My computer's recording the show now. So <laughs> for listening to episode 9, I must really <laughs> say thank you for your podcast. Thank you for introducing me to The Running Man, John Wick, The Raids 1 and 2, and The Rock. I love hearing you guys go deep into history behind the scenes and the full glory of action films. You honestly made me view them in a different and better light. Nice. We're changing well, lives, you. folks. Yeah. Uh, that was Blade. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so, that was a good episode. Good. Welcome good. to The Blood Rave. Uh... <laughs> Also, also, that's just quality podcasting. That's just good podcasting. Even if you don't like action movies or us, that is a perfect podcast. Yeah, it is. So we'll just just drink that in. It's a gold standard. (laughs) Also, Equalizer was in fucking credible. Watched that after Matt tweeted giving thanks to it. So yeah, guys, you're the best. My equal fave on Explosive Magico and a blast to listen to. Who is your other favorite? Tell us. It's probably (laughs) LOLJK. Tell us who your other favorite is. It's a you know. It's the other one I'm involved with. Oh, come on. Probably. <laughs> and then another one from him uh, earlier, which we didn't get to, is about the Foot Clan. 
I've been listening oh, to your God. I've been listening to your backlog, and the question of how big is the Foot Clan came up. Coincidentally, I've been reading a all caps lot <laughs> of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles lately, and I may be able to shed or shred some light on it. Nice. So the Foot Clan has at least 100 literal ninjas in their employ, since Shredder runs his own decade-spanning dojo with between 40 to 20 high-level elites. Also under Shredder's command are the Purple Dragons, who are an amalgamation of smaller street gangs who run his low-level drug deal and extortion mm. rackets, numbering easily around 200 since they keep expanding and absorbing. In a city of nearly five thousand people okay here's the thing um new york has like 11 million people <laughs> in a city of nearly five thousand people being the ones who control the drugs and the gangs gives you a near endless supply of dangerous and desperate street kids looking for a score and a purpose but then there's also the umtron the alien race which shredder is a part of in the earliest incarnations of ninja turtles or works for in others krang is an umtron and originally, Shredder was so also... So this giant brain. Originally, brain. he was a brain that crash-landed here and made a samurai robot body, and he just lived through the years as a that normal samurai ninja robot. It's actually way more badass yeah. mm-hmm. than this incompetent blade man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> actually, that makes way more... I, I hate to say that alien fixed it and giant samurai robot, robot. Samurai robot uh, makes more sense than anything else they came up with. He <laughs> was just a guy? Yeah. Who just decided he had a theme? Blades are my thing. <laughs> uh, I, sh- I shred. Is that scary? I'm a shredder. I shred. I'm shred. I'm the cut. That's not like I'm not unaware of like some sort of street slang that that means, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not. People aren't going to like giggle when I walk in the room. Oh, is that like, that? I'm not going to get harassed by skateboarders. Gay sex thing? Is it? Is this you tell me. Thing? Right? <laughs> is you this guys an, would tell me if it's like a weird sex thing. Right? Is this, is this a new gr- app? I don't work. I I'm the grinder. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember my arsonist phase when I was the Tinder? Yeah. I sparked the flame. You guys did not tell me. <laughs> I need people in this crew that will fucking tell me when I'm named after a sex app. All right, this is all right. Who's youth outreach? Okay, Phil, <laughs> you're dead. Who's the head of new media? I'm gonna grind you so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna grind you fucking hard, and then Phil. I'm gonna find a new one. I'm gonna find a new thing. <laughs> Shredder. Uh, but then there's also the Umtron, the Unraged, blah, blah, blah. Usually depicted as a benevolent race, there is a rebel faction run by Trell, who is either Shredder or his employer. Wow, this rabbit hole's deep with access to advanced tech. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> they build a near endless supply of footbot ninjas for the clan, modeled after the elite's fighting styles. So, yeah, the so footer, robot ninjas. So, the, yeah, the footer are usually pretty huge. A private army and assassination corps fiercely loyal to Shredder and are pretty fucking rad. Here, here's my thing, Luke. Um, you show your work. You're just like, yeah, there's like 200 of them. They read it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, maybe you read it. Where are these numbers coming from? I, I mean, I would, I would like to know. So, I, I don't know. So, I, honestly, it's it's a lot of work. I, I'm not going to go back through and do it. <laughs> like I, I don't. I only it's re- like how I believe in climate change. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go do. I'm not going to read the work. <laughs> I'll, I'll believe. I'm not going to read the work, nor am I going to go crunch the numbers myself. I mean, I just I, know it's hot as fuck outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's my whole thing with climate change: was I looked at who was on each side. And well, I decided not thing. to go with old white men in suits. Yeah, pretty easy. But, but thank you so much, Luke. Uh, and uh, we, hope, we hope we hope, uh, you enjoyed Australia cast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see what happens, Hinchies, when you write in? We read them. Yeah. 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 We yeah. Read them. Also, we do whatever your accent is, ad nauseum. Yeah, we're, we're, we're real bad about that. We find one thing you love and mock it <laughs> relentlessly. <laughs> Yes. Perfect. All right. Well. But this has been another milestone episode of Ma- Climax. Milestone. Are you trying to do an Australian what? accent? For milestone, it's hard to say. 
Milestone. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yes. You tried so Mars. hard. I saw you click. You were like, <laughs> yeah, there we go. Because there's no milestone. If you if you want to do uh, an accent on an English speaking country, kilometer stone. It's, it's the it's the hard and soft A is is where you should try and dial it in. Kilometer stone. Kilometer stone. <laughs> K stone for short. It's the Minister of Plumbing. Good God. Is the bidet all right? <laughs> it's not the bidet, is it? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, God. Well, that was the... That was the uh, so, in conclusion, thank you for listening to Climax Australia. We are so, so sorry. Well, I mean, we're not sorry to the country. I don't care. <laughs> I only know one person from there. But what sorry, about, Luke. I don't care about the rest of... I mean, what... <laughs> what about when we do our... Uh, our spinoff, Netflix and chill. Okay. And we have to Any watch chicks Australia. From Australia. That's fine. That's fine. We'll do it again. And it'll be and again. more offensive. And, and, and we'll it'll just, be the only movie we And we'll do the Hugh Jackman covered. Australian. We will yeah. not stop until we're banned from the outback. No. We're absolutely <laughs> Whoa. That is our end game? <laughs> I'm out. Why? Why would you want to go there? You'll I die there. love outback. No, not, that's not, no, no, steakhouse. not steakhouse. Oh. Yeah, no, 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 no. The place with all the snakes and I the mean, like, animals if, that it's are been, from your nightmares. It's been a while. Tornadoes. It's been a while since I've been doing Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, but if you told me right now I couldn't have kookaburra wings <laughs> or the Prime Minister's rib, I might come over the table <laughs> to say nothing of the classic blooming onion. Yeah, yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt got pretty real. Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah I, you got genuinely upset. I didn't know that was the plan, and I'm glad it's not. <laughs> Matt walked out. He quit climax. Oh That's God. our end game. That's fucked up. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are oh, gonna we do? should go right after this. Well, hey, what a great episode. <laughs> we keep saying goodbye. Yeah, we keep saying goodbye. We keep finding reasons to stick around. Anyway, so uh, hey, let your friends know about us. Rate us on iTunes. It. Read us. Rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Climax it podcast. Helps. It does help. We actually. I was just looking right now. I don't know if you can leave a five star review. We'll read it. That's what I'm saying. Shit. I'll do, I'll do it. Do it. Do we have any? No. <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking henchies. This is why I send you on suicide I mean, we, All right. we do, but it's like me. <laughs> and I forget what I wrote. It's a really good one, though. I think they're really good. I like the quiet guy. <laughs> I like the guy with the nicknames. <laughs> Those are funny. Across 15, he's had four. It's Nick, not Nick Allen. <laughs> Allen. I memorized all of them. It's Nick, nickname Allen. <laughs> It's Nick Nickname Allen Name. We're never, never going to end this podcast. Cut it. Cut it right here now. No, no, no. You got to tell everyone. Uh, action underscore climax at Twitter. Action climax at gmail.com. Uh, on- climax means action dot blogspot dot com dot WordPress. org dot okay. What is that? Just follow the Twitter. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, we'll hit up a link. <laughs> I don't remember which one it is. Action climax. Uh, climax means action something dot butt. Okay. Top butts. That seems right. Anyway, we own social Super media. Board. Talk to us, engage us, Get tell us this. more about your theories of how many <laughs> ninjas there are ninjas. in the Foot Clan. <laughs> well, not even the Foot Clan. What are other ninjas? Uh, the ninjas from The Last Samurai. Yeah. There could be more of those. Uh, those the are ninjas cool. from Thanks. Shadow of the Ninja. Yeah. Shadow of a Tear. Shadow of a Tear. Ninja Shadow of a Tear. Yeah. Ninja One with yeah. a diaphragm bat suit. How many people are in Jim Kata? 
Well, there's only one ninja, and then it's just a bunch of backwards. <laughs> the other guys, I thought that they. I assume that they the flag guys. No, don't. They're dressed as ninjas. Don't be confused. <laughs> they're executioners. <laughs> they're dressed as executioners. Ninjas. They could barely raise flags, though. <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like dressed as executioners. <sighs> he literally invades Latveria, Doctor Doom's country. Morla. <laughs> Amazing. Both are funny. Yeah. All right, end the podcast. Thank you for Bye. listening to Climax. <laughs> Nick, Nick did his own alley-oop. Nick ooped it to himself. We should do. We should start another podcast called Netflix and Chill. <laughs> that has to exist by now, doesn't it? Where we 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 do movies. We rate movies that you're going to use to try and trick girls to come over to your apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was thinking Netf- Netflix bride. and Phil, and Phil's there in the podcast. Netflix <laughs> and Phil. Uh, 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 I actually kind of like this movie. Welcome to Netflix and Chill, the only movie uh, trying to get someone, anyone, to touch your penis. (laughs) Today's episode is Sense and Sensibility. Uh, I like to make my move around the five-minute mark. (laughs) Here's what I like to try to Answer the door, no pants. (laughs) Send a message. Let's make this abundantly clear. Let's lay this out. Episode one. Always answer no pants. Always answer no pants. Escalate the situation Here's a good segue. I'm just going to add this on to... My list. Would you like to touch my dick? <laughs> okay, here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Here's what we want to warn you from here on Netflix and chill. Uh, answer no pants. Yes. But you have to Winnie the Pooh it. You have to wear a shirt. Yeah, uh, you have to. If, you, if she comes over... It's too and, forward if you don't have a shirt. If she comes over and you're wearing a robe... That's way creepier than you answering the door with your dick out. I just want to make that very clear. Might I recommend that you have your hands in a pot of honey when you answer the door? Oh, bother. Oh, bother. (laughs) Open the door. Oh, bother. And this has been Netflix and Chill, the only podcast trying to get someone to touch your penis.